Doug Masters. He's 18 years old. Raised on an airbase. Are you out of your mind? Born to fly. Living for the day he'll earn his wings. Suddenly, just when life was going great. Doug, it's your dad. He's been shot down. Davis, hey, it's okay. Colonel, will you please just tell me what's going on? Your country has been warned time and time again. Because they claim a 200-mile limit. We only recognize 12. So when are they going in? Reparation is our due. Don't lie to me. Three days. In three days, they're going to hang him. When the Pentagon is helpless. We're doing all we can. And Washington's hands are tied. We make the laws in this country. There's only one thing to do, and he'll do it with one of the toughest fighter pilots who ever lived, retired Colonel Chappie Sinclair. You know, your dad understands a lot about people's dignity. That's the last kind of person in the world unless he's locked up in some stinking cage somewhere. Do you think with the right plan, it'd be simple to go in and get him? Probably. What's going on? Look, I'm telling you right now, I bet you can get a plane. Bingo, we're in. Are you wide enough to get me a couple of pilots, too? I've got three times as many hours on that simulator as most pilots flying Falcons on this base right now. Don't test you out on some live targets. He may know how to fly. Now he must learn how to fight. Watch you concentrate. Yeah! All right, they're ready to Everyone told them to sit tight and wait. Heat up from here on out. For them, waiting time is over. Okay. They're going in against the clock. In a pair of borrowed F-16s. Jeffy, I hit it. Now just worry about the pre-makes that got up. Academy Award winner, Louis Gossett Jr., Jason Gedrick, Iron Eagle. So just so you're paying attention uh, at home, like you're I now see. listening to a podcast that is weaving Hootie and the Blowfish songs with the TV show Becker. Okay. One flesh, one bone, one true religion, one race, one hope, one real decision. In the ignition. Let me, let me turn it over. Whoop, whoop. We gotta get the engine to start. I think I may have flooded it. Hold on. Let me let me let me turn the key. Oh guys, I just fired up the podcast engine. That's the most um Vocal uh, voiceover sound effects works I've ever done in my life, right there. Is it? Yeah, look, I just I just did an engine in its various stages of firing up and starting. Yes, good job. We have several listeners in Los Angeles. I've seen the statistics, toll. Yes. Guys, we have several. A- we have several old friends in Los Angeles. Uh, sh- <laughs> sh- <laughs> Anyone in the business that needs a couple of voiceover guys, hey. Hey, that ain't no joke. Holla at your boys. Yeah. We're, Toll, uh, do your snake impression from The Simpsons. Oh, it's going to be auto now because I can't. I haven't thought. Like, I can't hey, w- what? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 
perfect. <laughs> yeah. See, come on. Come on. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, all right, yeah, hold on. All right, hold we on. can't start hold with impressions. Yeah, the cold open. The cold open had impressions to be. God, our our podcast is evolving so fast. And, it and really so is. Well. It's becoming. So we're pros. We're fucking professionals. Shit. We're we're in good standing with the Podcast Association of America. Our license is clean. We have no. Um, and no, we won no best offenses. podcast from the Podcasting Association of Iowa. Yep. 2017 and 2018's yeah. looking good so 2018, far. Yeah, the we're competition gonna house. is. We're going to sweep the awards this year. I, I believe best so. Best host, best co-host, best best male, wait, best wait, male wait, wait. duo. Best host and best co-host. Yeah, one of us will win best host. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> It'd be co best best co-host, co-best host. Cole Cole Bestos. <laughs> Cole Bestos. Cole Bestos. Oh, yeah. no, we just figured out. Cole Bestos. You would have won the Best Host Award. Oh, just by, Alex. We broke it down. Now. It's true. Come on now. Now, I'm like, you're Luke and I'm Yoda on your back in Dagobah. You carry me through this every week. <laughs> Until the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's absolutely just true. Like, just it like completely... Yoda and Luke, again, I just tell you what to do, and then you raise... And then you raise the X-wing out of the swamp because I helped you carry <laughs> yeah. it through. Yeah. <laughs> no, hey, you please, you raise photo- the X-wing out of the swamp. I don't. <laughs> Do I? Uh, yeah. I just because I, I keep weekend. dropping it. Uh, hey, someone Photoshop uh, <laughs> uh, me as Yoda and told us. Oh, those. that would be. A conf- Remember when I used to do things for this podcast, like do <laughs> terrible photoshops. Yeah, and I was. You need to bring those I'm, back. I, those I do. Are, those I are do. Always good. Yeah, and I'm always the submissive one. <laughs> but that would be confusing because with I know it, with Luke all- <laughs> with Luke and Yoda with the picture of Yoda on Luke's back. Who then? I'd be like, oh, I guess I'm Luke. Maybe that should be our T-shirt design. Maybe <laughs> yes. <laughs> We got. We're trying to come up with a good T-shirt design, and our our T-shirt design would be the Tula Dumb to Quit Boys, where it's us in a car with uh, that chase scene. No, with all the dumb, with all the two dumb guys in history. Yes, yes. So, because um, we saw that there was that poster. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the chase scene. What the fuck am I talking I don't know. about? It we're, looked like a chase scene. Yeah, they're in a car. Yeah, but it's Wayne and Garth. Garth. And, and it's Bill, Bill and Ted, Ted. and it's uh, so we, but we D- want to Bob do, and Doug, yeah, and Bob yeah. and Doug, and the have two Cole dumb guys, and I, yes, and it would be the guys from Dude, the, where's my all car? The two dumb guys I don't know what sweet. their names are. Dude and Sweet, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> Dude and Sweet, <laughs> yes. Those are our nicknames. <laughs> dude. Told Dude McCrane, McGrain, and Alex Sweet Carter. Hell yes. Hey, Hell yeah, yeah, by the way, I'm Tom McGrane. Yes, hey, and I'm Alex Carter. This is Let's Ruin Our Childhood. Hey. We're getting this shit going. Dun, we dun, went, we dun, dug dun, deep dun, dun, this Episode week. number 440. T. Wait. Yep. Yeah. That would Jump. be 40 T. 40T. Episode 40T. <laughs> We're making up numbers. We're making up episode numbers. Um, We dug deep into the vault this week. Yeah. Actually, not that deep. 
Well, you. So I asked you basically. I, I threw the ball in your court, and like, what do you want to watch? And you looked up the box office from '88. Yes, I did. That's the, that's a great way. That's how I generally do it. I'll, I'm like, what was good in '87? And you Google yeah, and I, box I was like, office '87. You see the top 100. And you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And I th- oh yeah. And I thought because uh, like '86 was so good. That was a Top Gun. Yeah, Eighty six was, I think, probably. Alex the best is movie. now number two favorite movie. Oh, Toll, <laughs> you're spoiling the ending. You're um, spoiling the ending. So I was like, well, what was number one in eighty eight? And surprisingly enough, times have a changed. Yeah. The number one box office movie in nineteen eighty eight for the US of A was Rain Man. Rain Man. Which I was like, oh weird, a dramatic movie could make the most money. With, with that was t- was that Tom Cruise's first kind of straight dramatic role? No, nah, um, not really. When he was younger, know. he did a lot of those. But he was—he had been in action mode up till this. Days of Thunder and was probably before movie, that. Because he did uh, the movie with all the prostitutes when he was a high schooler. Cocktails. That wasn't no, not risky business. Yes, I was saying cocktails separately, and it said it as if I meant it. We need to see. We need to watch cocktails. We haven't watched. We haven't. Oh man. I forget why I rented cocktails. Cocktails? Cocktails. What's cocktails? Cocktail. Ah. I keep saying cocktails. Just singular. Tom Cruise only (laughs) makes... Spoiler alert. Tom Cruise only makes one drink in the entire movie, and it's cocktail. (laughs) Yes. It's all about the drink. It focuses on him training to make the drink, trying different, uh, you know versions of it different recipes it's all about co- it's a, and it's it's the, about in the end it's, it's him sweating a lot making one martini yeah and elizabeth shoe drinks it yes. the end roll yes. the credits and then nicholas cage dies while elizabeth shoe is having sex with him ruined it's part of the same universe <laughs> <It is>. yes, <laughs> yes. yes there's it is. a universe <laughs> where cocktail <laughs> And, and leaving Las, Las Vegas are in the same world for some reason. <laughs> that'd be hilarious, like how the MCU exists, you know? Oh, yeah. Everything weaves in. Like, that'd be like if <laughs> directors, as a joke, wove their movies into each other for no good reason. Tom Cruise is a bartender for two minutes in leaving Las Vegas, <laughs> and a bunch of bad jazz is playing in the background. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> And they're like, oh, look at him. Oh, middle tooth? I'll have a martini, please. I love the idea of that. Oh, man. Oh, please. Again, if our L.A. friends are listening, please tell your your director friends to just weave elements into each other's movies that juxtapose. Juxtapose? Was that the demon from The Exorcist? (laughs) Juxtapose. Juxtapose. <laughs> it's just it's three syllables. Juxtapose. Uh, parts of their movies into each other for no good reason other than it'll be uh, our entertainment. It'll here's what it'll do. After your guys' movies come out and they've been out for like a year, then some asshole online will catch on to it and write an article and then make you more money on the back end. When the movie's yeah, out on true. DVD. See? God damn it. Toll, let's move to Los Angeles. I think we're ready for fucking uh Ready I think we're ready for the time. business. I think we're ready for showbiz. Hell yeah. We're in showbiz. <laughs> it's true. Showbiz <laughs> pizza. It's closed. That's where we record this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Let's do a, let's do a podcast oh live from what, what is now Chuck E. Chuck Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, yes. Yeah. I was there a couple months ago for the yeah? first time in a long time. Oh, yeah. You wrote a pretty good joke about it. It's a good joke. 
Uh, the old Chuck Emerald cheese joke. Chuck Emerald cheese. <laughs> um, dude, have we even we said what movie we're doing? Didn't we? <laughs> we have not officially said the title, but this movie is Iron Eagle. Iron, Iron Eagle. Eagle. Um, and I really, Alex, we couldn't. We were gonna do uh, Roger Rabbit. Couldn't yeah, we find agreed it. on Roger Rabbit. Yeah, sorry. So to go back to where we were for. We were looking at the box box office for '88, and Toll saw Roger Rabbit. I'm like, yes. I was obsessed with Roger Rabbit. It was a humongous deal when it came out. Yes. But what happened when you went to go pick up the disc from Video Warehouse? They did not have it. Wow. And my friend David was like, "Nope." Oh no! Actually, I I looked everywhere. I looked in action. I looked in comedy first. Mm-hmm. Then I looked in family. Then I looked in action. I didn't really want to ask. But they didn't have it, and I went up and asked, and he said it would be in the family section, and it's there for sure. And I was like, what? For one, who framed Roger Rabbit? I understand there's animated characters in it, but a family movie? The bad guy in Roger Rabbit scared me more than almost any bad guy in any movie ever. (laughs) And there's a cute little shoe that gets fucking melted in the dip like early on in the movie. This this is not a child friendly movie. This is a movie for adults with animated characters in it. It was, and it was kind of. I mean, it was marketed that way. Like this was. It was not. I remember this being like definitely an adult ish movie. This was not. Yes. Like a, this was not like a Disney cartoon movie. No, no, no. It was a. It had nothing to do with any of that. It was a huge departure. Well, it's something to do with some. There were Disney characters in it and Warner Brothers characters in it. But it was the licensing this- it took to make that movie was fucking nuts. Was there really? At was, one point, Bugs Disney Bunny, Bugs Bunny, and, and Mickey Mouse are both holding on to parachutes while Bob Hoskins is falling to his death, and they're t- they have a conversation. It's a big fucking deal. They not just them. I can't name the other studios, huh. but wow. If only it was fucking available on DVD today, but it was not. <laughs> but we lucked so out. So we just gave you a big old preview right there. That's a that's some bonus content for yep. you guys out there uh, for listening to this podcast. You just got a little bonus of what our future. We'll eventually get to it. We'll we'll find you a physical Very copy. Yes. A copy? A copy. Oh, oh man. Kind of, how strong is it? Bippity copy boo. Bippity copy boo. <laughs> uh, da 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 da. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. All right. Uh, Cole made my drink very strong tonight, so if I'm an idiot on this, it's his fault. <laughs> okay. Um, we did Iron Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And uh, I fully thought this was going to ruin my childhood. I Ruin uh, my childhood. I loved this movie as a kid, and when, when I was first thinking about the concept of this podcast, this is one of the original movies I thought of that popped in my head. I'd be like, oh man, I know I haven't seen that and I loved it. That would be hilarious. I haven't seen this So I've been sitting on this for a while and I have not seen it in at least 25 years. I would, yeah, I would say the same. And the only reason, it was never something that I was into. I would spend the night at one of my friend's houses, uh-huh. who is now a scary priest. I won't say his name. A scary priest? Yeah. Well, not like a pedophile priest, but like <laughs> I had to unfriend him on Facebook because of his crazy opinions. Is oh, that boy. kind of priest. Wow. And I did. <laughs> but man, every time I spent the night, we would watch Iron Eagle and Babes in Toyland. 
Wait, which babe? The 30s babies? Babe no, no, no. The, like, the made-for-TV oh, 80s yes, one. yes, yes, yes. And I don't know what, what TV it was weird... made for. Those are the only options? No, we just always watch this. Oh, those are your choices? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't even know at this point if I was making choices. I also pushed the kid down in his yard one time. I had a... <laughs> He, he had a stick in his mouth. What? Is and I pushed that? this kid on the ground, and he got really hurt. <laughs> what is? And I was what like, "What are you confessing to right and now?" And I was like, "We gotta act like." I was like, "Kid, I understand that I'm like nine, and you're like five, but you did what? that. Yeah, you, you gotta tell everyone you did that to yourself, you little fucking asshole." What? What have you just confessed to? I pushed the kid. When I was nine. Is he still alive? Uh, when you I say you push him, you mean you push him off died. like the good child, like off <laughs> a cliff? Or? Yeah. I threw him off a, a railroad bridge <laughs> into a pit of alligators. <laughs> this is Toll. Now we're going to talk about Stand By Me, starring Toll. <laughs> yes. No, he was fine. There was just a little bit of blood <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this podcast is off to a rocking start. Yeah, weird. Oof. That was a weird time. That was a weird day that I'll never forget. I would imagine not. No. I'm glad it didn't go through his cheek, that fucking stick. And I pushed him. This is kids. Or maybe this is just me because I got problems. But I, (laughs) I pushed him because he had the stick in his mouth. It was annoying me. So I pushed him. Yeah, and he fell face first onto the stick oh, that Jesus was in his mouth. Christ. I'm glad it didn't go through his brainstem. <laughs> Isn't it crazy uh, how that's how life changes on a Jesus dime, like, shit like that? Like, it that is. Oh, and I'll never forget it. Yeah, yeah. Now I've, I, we've all done things where it's like, if only for a little, one way or another, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Things would be wildly different in my life. I wouldn't have legs right now, or I'd be dead. Or right. I would have married, oh, this especially person, or being like any, yeah, like an '80s child. I mean, I guess, oh, I, yes. If you go back further, I'm sure that oh, yes. remains true. But we I were, feel like we right, were the last of right the... now. That's not the case. No, no. Uh-uh. Right now, nobody's running. No, a kid couldn't run around in a backyard with a stick in his mouth while no parents were paying attention. I in in the summertime I basically lived outside for eighteen yeah. hours a day. I wasn't al- I wasn't allowed in the house for like fourteen hours a day. Yeah, and it was then you had to wild around the small town. I grew Story up in. City. Yeah, uh, several thousand square feet just for a kid. Yeah, run around. It was the best way to grow up. I was a free range child. FRC baby of the eighties, which is why I'm so cool now. Yeah, that's why you love Iron Eagle. Spoiler alert. I fucking love this movie. Dude. Well, I'm going to go and say that I really, I thought this was going to be a steaming pile of dog shit. I assumed, because I could remember the base, the basics of the movie. I'm like, and I knew at that point as a kid, I'd seen Top Gun and I was all in. Again, my uncle was a pilot. I loved Jets. I had posters of Jets. I loved it all. So, of course, I love this. So, but yeah. as an adult, I'm like, there's no... This is going to be so fucking terrible to destroy this movie. But guess what? It held up. It held Although up. the IMDb <laughs> rating is like 5.4. And most of the, the movies we've done. Movies we watch get uh, like Monster 2. Squad is high. It's like in the eights. And Some I was fucking like. fucking document, documentary about Monster there is Squad. A mo- is there out. is a Monster Squad documentary coming out. 
about how talk to us their entire post addendum but it's like all these people around our age that are obsessed with monster squad have you watched it lately guys have you oh they have that's the whole point of the documentary and they haven't thought about it but they've certainly watched it and man that oh, hey was... wolfman's casket falls into the fucking the frankensteins swamp. Oh, Frankenstein's monster. But it says Frankenstein on the casket, which I guess it would because Dr. Frankenstein. But, yeah, it falls. We don't even need to. I know. But it falls, into, hey guys, it falls into the, new the, the bog, new the swamp listeners. in L.A. Because you know about L.A. Sure. It's uh, full of swamps. Swamp tar pits. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what we know here in the Midwest. Uh, uh, new listeners, go back and listen to our full episode of The Monster Squad from last October. Yes, it was a good one. It was a good one. We, uh, yeah, go listen to it. We're not also, listen to Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's another good one. man. Francis Ford Coppola directed that pile of shit. God damn! I took a shit today, and I got a a label maker out, <laughs> and I wrote uh, I wrote Francis Ford Coppola, and then I flushed it down there. Just and so I called it. Would know. I called my shit Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> Wow, man, that was fucking clever. That was great. Yes, I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed that entire joke. Yep. We all just Good. envisioned that entire process in our head. <laughs> yes, man. Yes. Theater yep. of the mind. What a time to Indeed. be alive. We're doing great. Yeah, man. We started this late, bruh. It was, it was my fault this time. It was. I feel relieved. I took a personal day from work today. Good for you. Because I had a comedy show three hours away last night that I kind of forgot I had. <laughs> and uh, I drove home from it. And go. I got home very late. And I was like, you know what? I may or may not work today. But I got a couple PTO days. My boss was kind of pissed. But it's fine. Because I got them. And we're having a great time now. It's and only 10.30 p.m. I know. And the whole purpose of PTO is to take days off without warning. And that's what I did. And it was fantastic. I slept I a lot. I, I got to eat Chinese food before our podcast. I actually got to eat something. That's why I sound relatively sober right now because I ate some Chinese food. Chinese food, y'all. Oh, baby. Shang Yen, shout out. Maybe we got a new sponsor. Shang Yen? Shang Yen. What is that? It's on uh, it's up the road. <laughs> Huh? Oh, the Chinese Yeah. Oh, did you think I was like dropping a saying? No, some I, Chinese wisdom on you? Shang Yen, bro. That's the name of that place? Yeah. Shang Yen? I think that's It how just you says say it. Chinese food, so I. No, no. Not the place on Beaver. The place on Hickman. Oh, I'm sorry. The place on Beaver is Ch- China Palace? Rice King? <laughs> <laughs> the place right behind my house is the Rice Bowl. Rice Bowl. It's not good. It's bad. I've and no offense, Rice Bowl, you got great egg rolls. Yeah, I'm sure they're and all the egg foo right young is really good. Oh yeah! I co- yeah. Do you guys hear that? I cocked the hammer back <laughs> to do a real racist <laughs> Chinese food person voice. <laughs> yes. and I uh, caught yes. myself. The fucking kid at the Chinese place. Yeah, there was a goddamn car outside of that place. So he's obviously the one of the children of the owners. Okay. I assume. Sure. And he's got a car outside. I said, is that your car? It's like a peach-colored car that I've never seen before. I said, what is that? And he he goes, it's a GTR. It's only available in Japan. And I was like, is that like a a Skyline? 
like where they you couldn't buy a Nissan Skyline in the United States, but the and he was like, yeah, but it's the it's like the newest Skyline. I was like, what the? F-? <laughs> I was like, this place. Every time I'm in what here, there's like there's like here? two other people in this Chinese place. <laughs> Are you guys dealing opium out of the back? Also, <laughs> oh, it's an opium. Di- oh no, that's me now. I didn't do a voice. I just asked if a Chinese place was dealing opium. <laughs> God an damn opium it. Di- opium den in the basement. Yes. Ah, uh, Toll, uh, you like opium? And there's just a bunch of sleepy Chinese guys down there with huge beards. <laughs> huge thin beards that they keep wiping. <laughs> All right, we have to erase this podcast. Look, no, I'm Great. editing this out. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Are you editing or are editing. you editing? I'm editing it. <laughs> I'm getting Eddie Haskell to edit it out. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. This podcast has been canceled. Indeed it has. Nope. I said, you know what's funny is that this movie, I was like, I don't give a fuck about this movie. I'm not going to take any notes. You know what I accidentally did? I took a shitload of notes. So I'm going to try to edit, edit it myself. Edit, edit it. All right. Are we go, are we going the we're, big drop? We're ready to drop. Are you guys cool. ready? Because we're your, about get your to. Gear on, get Let's ready. do this. And Let's three, ruin two, our childhood one. and splashdown. All right. Iron Eagle opens up. Jets be flying, yo. Yep. And they are. They're flying, and they're fighting, and we don't know what they're doing. They're on a routine mission, yep. and there's uh that guy that's in a bunch of B movies from the eighties. Yes, a very uh, familiar face, but couldn't name him no. if you tried. Yeah, but he is. Turns out our hero's dad. We'll find out a little bit later. But they're doing some stuff, and they're doing some stuff, and there's they're flying, doing a routine operation, yeah. and then some MIGs show up. MIGs, as we know from yes. Top Gun, yes. equals bad guys. Yes, although I okay, well. There, but. This came out in 88, right? No, this came out in 87 because Top Gun came out in 86. And you would assume this movie is a straight ripoff of Top Gun, but it yeah. is not. It was actually supposed to be released at almost the exact yeah, this came same out time. in 86, yeah. It did come out in 86. Yeah. But I thought Top Gun came out in 86. This says it came out in January, so I assumed it was 87. Top Gun came out in '86. Also, I think I think Top Gun came out in May. Oh, so these came out literally, literally right on top of each other. Where? But they weren't copies of. Okay, each other. Re- no, not at all. So this came out. So Top Gun May sixteenth, '86, and Iron Eagle came out in. And I run, run so far away. I wish that song was in this movie. The music this came out in January of '86, so this came this out. This came out before six Top Gun. Months before Iron Earth for Top Gun. Oh, I made the assumption that it came out in '87 because the trivia was that they changed the release date because of Top Gun, but they made it earlier. They made it sooner. So this actually came out before Man, Top Gun. that blows my fucking mind because I was sure this came out like two years after You Top would fully Gun. assume that because you would assume this kind of cheap movie is a ripoff of Top Gun. Because it feels like but a it Top Gun for kids. It, 
It is. It feels like Top it's Gun. It's Top Gun Jr. It's Top Gun Jr. Yes. For sure. Weird. That is crazy. Huh. Wow. All right, guys. Uh, see you next time. I'm Alex Carter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am Alex Carter, but. <clears throat> uh, he is Alex Carter, but there's MIGs, and they show up, and they're going to engage them. Even though they're legally allowed to be there, yeah, they talk back and forth like, "Hey, we're just doing a patrol," and they're like, "Uh-uh, you're over the line," and then and they're like, "No, this, uh, we don't really recognize that this line." Never named, right? Arab country, and this yes. is very much, and I'm not being racist, but this movie wants you to think Arabs. Oh yeah, <laughs> this movie's like, you know yeah. who we don't like? The Arabs. We're so, not even going to name the see, country. This came out in '86. We're just going see, to. Put out a region, just like every in every like time in in every era of filmmaking, the the military enemy is never you don't portray the main one because that's too politically like profit like provocative. Yeah. So it's always a secondary. And in the eighties, the in eighty six, we were in the very at the height of the Cold War against Russia. Yeah. So you couldn't say it was against Russia. So you're like, ah, they did sometimes though. I mean, Rocky Four. Yes, but with movies <laughs> like this and like all the other like kind of like military, yeah. like, like uh, um, Red Dawn, like it was Cuba, but it was never Russia. And Commando was against it, like it was always some other like side thing. And this it was like so this it was the. Arab. It was like Arabs. Arabs. Uh, they don't yes. even name the country. They don't. And even when they're later, when that kid's doing like his computer hacking, they're yeah. like, uh, area. He's like, Middle East. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, what's the code? And he types in the code. Still, I was like, what country are they going to say? Oh, they just made up a country with the. And like now, with movies like, now, whenever there's like a war thing, it's not like against like the actual like. Middle Eastern countries we're at war with, it's always the Russian mafia. And now the funny part is, we're actually at war with the Russian mafia via our president. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Some of us are. Yeah. Others of us are like, hey, this is fine. <laughs> we're okay with this. Not, so anyways, not yeah, there he's tangling with a, a, a Middle Eastern country that has absolutely never even attempted to be named. Uh, but they but they're like in like Soviet jets and stuff, so it's yes. someone aligned with the commies in the eighties. So and, uh, he gets shot down. They engage. Oh yeah, they get shot down. They do engage, and I just want to mention before I repeat myself a bunch of times, I'm gonna try not to do that. <laughs> uh when they fire missiles in this movie, at least for this opening section. Because yeah. later we do see some missiles, but you see very few missiles in this movie. In this opening scene, when they fire the missiles, they'll do like a close-up of the missile, yeah. then a close-up of him hitting the button, and then within milliseconds, not even milliseconds, a plane, a plane, a very fake plane exploding so hard, you can't even, you don't even have time to see the fucking two-by-fours flying (laughs) off of it, because you're like, wait a minute, yeah, hits the button, the plane he's aiming at explodes so hard, you don't even know what hit you. And we get lots of close shots of a hand pushing a button on a fucking joystick. There's lots of close (laughs) shots of hands on the throttle, the the joystick, yeah, Yeah, the throttle, whatever you want to call it. Hitting the buttons, hitting the buttons. And then the stupid fucking 
reader, this uh, the oh, you mean the, the radio, the the FM car radio readout? <laughs> yes, that's like the scroller that says what's happening. It's like enemy within reach, enemy engaged. Yes, it's like, and a, you're like, it's only that's the whole screen. Yeah. And you're like, this is not. They got on one of those Imagine, talky walkie things yes. from the '80s, and we're like, type this in. Yeah, and it was like enemy nearby. Yes, and you're like scrolling no. across, and <laughs> yes. for like, the resolution is like how uh, 4K TV is like 4,000. Uh, on this screen, it's six by eight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a four TV. Yes. Yeah. Not yeah. a four K. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So those, those little words scroll across <laughs> like the like the cheapest car radio you can get right now, and that's what is controlling this. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Sixteen. Yes. Yeah. These are F sixteens, which we still use to this day. I do believe. This There's like F thirty fives, and F, but I think we still use F sixteens sometimes. We might think that, know. but it may also be because we're old men and people in the mil- military would be laughing at us right now. <laughs> That's true. They would be. Uh, we're on the F Hopefully, everyone's bro. laughing at us because we're hilarious. We sure are. Um, yeah. So you see very few missiles flying through the air in this movie, and no, in no you way. See lots of bombs dropping off, though. Yeah, going. Yeah. Right, they're falling two feet off. The plane. <laughs> yes, and then you change to something a tight else. Shot of a plane that's clearly sitting on a on a runway that had a, a few dummies dropped. <laughs> yes, yeah. and there's a handful of Very model clear. shots in this movie that are hilarious. There's also a handful of model shots in this movie that are so good. I was like, I don't. I was watching the end sequence of this movie, and I was mm-hmm. like, are those models? I don't fucking know. Am I looking at a plane or a model right what, now? I, what model scenes? Uh, the, the, them refueling. Oh yeah. Sweet Jesus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the, could... the plane's exploding. I mean, there's a handful. Oh, Every sure. time you see anything. Yeah, I was thinking about the yeah. flight parts. I'm like, right. really? But I think, I think some of the flight stuff was models. Really? Did you count? Were you counting? Okay. I don't want to ruin the end of this movie yet. <laughs> don't worry about it. Were you counting missiles on the planes? No, but halfway the number through, of I missiles felt like I, I should have. The yeah. number of missiles they show on the bottom the of the planes. Okay, uh, at, sometimes at, there's uh, six. Yeah, sometimes there's four. Sometimes there's two. Sometimes there's not a single one. And I was like, now wait, but what at, are but they? But the important number is to know at most there was six. And yes. yet somehow there was like 18 that were sent out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It was like they were in a video game and they would fly into a flying mid-air 8-bit turkey and refuel their Watching the fucking... refueling part, I'm like, oh, remember the, Remember on the OG Nintendo playing Top Gun? Did you play that? Oh, yeah. They had it at Pizza The Hut. refueling part? Remember how hard that was? Yes. Was that the 8-bit Nintendo? That the... Yeah, that was yeah. the 8-bit because yeah. they had it at uh, fucking Pizza Hut. Oh, my God. I didn't God. have a Nintendo. Uh, I remember playing that. Oh, the lining it up. But after a while, you get really good at it. Ring-a-ding. Yeah, it's one of those things where like, oh, I I got this figured out. Man, now that now that I know that this came out a full four months, it's too bad the Top Gun video game wasn't called Iron five. Eagle. Five months before Top, yes, five months before Top Gun came out, this came out, and while watching this, I'm there were so many things that I thought were clear. That was a ripoff from Top Gun, including the next scene where he's driving his like fifties Mustang as planes uh, touch down. Yeah, it was, it was the exact same scene of Tom with him Cruise like the on motorcycle. His motorcycle. Yeah, 
It was the same. It, Except I mean, it was for the same scene. It in was this movie, why after after this opening scene, when he Crazy. gets into his Mustang and talks to his little brother and whatever, he's going to graduate and go to prom and do all this. When he yeah. pulls out, he pulls out right in front of another car that has to come to a screeching halt and then causes all kinds of traffic problems and then busts out of the Air Force base so fast that the guy's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, why Why couldn't, I mean, what's what's so wrong with uh, being a courteous driver? You can still drive fast. He's an 18-year-old hothead, I guess, is what they're trying to show. I understand. <laughs> Speaking of hothead, I got to pee. Let's inhale. Inhale that pee. Oh. <laughs> and exhale pee. We did exhale some pee. A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. I'm glad. It's better than inhaling it. Um, before he left in his Mustang, I'm just going to backtrack a little bit, Alex, because I know I have a tendency to do that. You do? He was modifying a Walkman. Yes. And this is important to the plot because music, very goofy 80s music. Goofy? How dare you, sir? (laughs) Oh, yeah. How dare you? Is important to the plot of this movie. The soundtrack to this movie is magnificent. Please look it up if you can anywhere. The Iron Eagle soundtrack. Yes, please do. Because it it's figures the, heavily in this film. If you know Brandon Ream, it's a soundtrack to his life. Yeah, it's it's it is. Really. <laughs> yes. Um, Gypsy Road. I don't fucking know how any of it goes. Road of the Gypsy. Yeah, that's more like it. I know. I had this soundtrack like as a kid, and I loved it. In the eighties, movie soundtracks were in the night. Well, it seems like until. Maybe the digital times. Oh, I sound like such a fucking old idiot. But, <laughs> but like sound, movie digital soundtracks time. were huge. Yes, they were important. Like we we joke about it all the time. Like a bunch of songs are basically like uh, describing uh, the movie. And yeah. then and then and did this, and then the plane flew. And like it's yes. they just described the and movie then they dropped the title the of the movie into yes. the song. Yes. Citizens on Patrol. <laughs> That's my police favorite Academy Police Four. Academy song. Yeah. That was uh, listed as the one of the top 100 worst movies of all time. Really? Yeah, because uh, it has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, we, that Should that be our first Police Academy movie that we watched? Number four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, the first one's kind of a classic movie. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe we'll just start at the yeah. beginning of the franchise. Is Steve then. Gutenberg really in any classic movies? Cocoon, maybe. Cocoon. We should do Cocoon. 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 You don't. You never get older, and you never get sick. <laughs> you don't get diabetes. <laughs> no diabetes. <laughs> That's uh, a good fucking movie. It right? is. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. Cocoon. Don Amici. Every old person from the 80s that you can name <laughs> is in that movie, yes. along with Steve Gutenberg and uh, some chick. Is Steve Gutenberg the only young guy in that movie? Uh, if was Tom was... Selleck in that? Was there a talking baby? <laughs> <laughs> was there a talking baby? Look who's still living now. <laughs> 
God dang it. Come but on. Yeah. He modified his Walkman so he could plug it into his Mustang. Yes. Because back then, tape decks were hard to come by in 1986. Cocoon came out in 85. Ah. Every, all the stars of that movie are dead, I would assume. I would venture to guess. Maybe not. Is Donna Michi still alive? Is Miss Daisy still alive? What's her name? No way. Oh, and ja, wait, 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 wait. Jessica Tandy. I know her nice. fucking name. Nice. Thank you. I'm a fucking movie expert. I have a podcast. <laughs> Jessica Tandy died in 94. Uh, okay. She didn't yeah. make it. That's uh, because I killed her. Maureen Stapleton. <laughs> Jack, is Brian Dennehy still alive? He is still alive. Brian Dennehy? He's still alive? Yeah. Holy shit. He's current on IMDb. Uh, Hume Cronin was in that movie. He died in 2003. Don Amici, too, though, right? Uh, the the immortal Don Amici, who died in 93. Don Amici! He's so great. Cocoon. We'll get there someday, guys. But right now, we are mired in uh, this movie. In Iron Eagle. <laughs> uh, we've We've learned that music is important to him. Very just 80s music that Alex loves. Hell, hell yeah. And is not good. <laughs> is wrong. Very important to this movie. <laughs> um, what does he do? He goes to a diner. Like he goes a, to like a... The town diner, drive up. It's like a 60s know, place where yeah. the girls come out like in roller skates and yep. give you your... And he pulls up and he meets his friends, and one of them is Styles. Yes, from Teen Wolf. Yes, and the other one is the gay kid from Revenge Lamar. of the Nerds. Yeah. Lamar Latrell, Latrell Lamar yeah. from Revenge of the Nerds. And he is, ironically enough, not only is he not gay in this movie, he is a Reagan supporter. <laughs> yes. Vocally. He's a black Republican. <laughs> yes. Uh, hard to come by these days. He was a regular Alan Keyes. <laughs> Yeah. Regular Ben Carson. Oh, oh, he seemed Alan a lot Keys smarter than Ben Carson. I can't, I'm surprised Alan Keyes isn't fucking director of, or secretary of defense or something at this point. No, he hasn't been on TV much lately. So that's that's my political commentary cool for this story. post. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, let's stop reading our notes and just go. I'm not reading my notes. <laughs> So they're chilling at this diner, and we see a dirt bike pull up. Well, they're a car first, uh, yes. and then a dirt bike, followed by a big old 4 by 4 And uh, our hero, Captain Dan, what the fuck is his name in this? Doug Masters? Doug Masters. Yeah. Mr. Masters. Yeah. Doug Masters, the very famous, the very f- played by... The world famous Jason Gedrick. <laughs> oh, I know. Of course oh, good. I, know. I had I was, <laughs> Jason Gedrick. I was I was looking at the box of this movie, Alex, and I was like, we can't, we can't do that. Like more people <laughs> listen to the more popular movies, and this is uh, the the one and only. No, no, one of four. I don't know if he was in all four, but at least Iron Eagle one. And I assume Iron Eagle 2. They made four of these movies somehow. Well, you know, because they could take stock footage of planes and 
just slap then something together. Add add the footage of the right. one plane the, blowing up in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And it wasn't that hard. Apparently not. No. I think I think Louis Gossett Jr. was on was in all of them. Well, this is we I were had, discussing I had, this. Uh, I had to actually buy this on Amazon uh, Prime Video. I couldn't rent it. I had to buy this. I own Iron Eagle now for eight dollars. Oh, so you can watch it any eight dollars? Yeah. Damn, Doug. Eight dollars. But spoiler alert: How many I'll, times I'll are you be watching watch this? it often now? Yeah, this is a less sweaty Top Gun with Pretty kids. It's a it's Top Gun Junior with a lot less sweat, <laughs> and Alex fucking loves it. Of course I do. It's right my my right my. And 80s it turns out house. it came out before Top Gun, so it is now Alex's favorite movie. I think technically speaking, this is my new favorite movie. It has to be because it can't. I just uh, I can't wrap my head around that. That's weird how because like, it seems like a ripoff of Top Gun, but Top Gun so d- wasn't many, out yet in so many specific <laughs> ways. Yes. It's weird. So am I to believe that Top Gun stole from this movie somehow? Let's see. Which, uh, let's see. Who, <laughs> was there any sort of overlap? They come from the same studio? I wonder, honestly, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> you can't, Mr. M- Mr. Movie Know-It-All? No. <laughs> I, may, I may know it all. I don't know a lot about Iron Eagle. I do. I was able to quote this movie as I was watching it, and I haven't seen it in 25 years. Quote this movie. I was impressing myself. Like what? Just random lines. I could remember them saying. Give me one. Uh, Dad? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yes. That's why they call him Ronnie Raygun. I remember that, but I didn't uh, quote it as it was coming. Uh, maybe if you'll race me on the snake, that's the uh, right. our quintessential uh, yeah. dirt so ba- bike riding movie. bully. Yeah, so, the, so the so we find out the bullies are spoiler alert: the guys in the big monster truck, and the main and one the is on a dirt, dirt bike. bike. Which, as we've learned since the Karate Kid, that dirt bikes in the eighties specifically ride at you a would, much higher rate than than the rest of the world. Uh, dirt bikes. Dirt bikes? Ride dirt bikes? Yeah, dirt bikes. Dirt bags? Dirt bags ride dirt bikes. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Specifically in the 80s. And if you see a dirt bike in an 80s movie, it was heads written- up, you know it's a bad guy. Dirt bag. It's a dirt bike on a dirt bike. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> but yes... And the other, th- okay, yeah, yeah, we'll continue this part. He so, wants he so wants he to cla- race. He clashes with the dirt the dirt bike guy. Yeah. Like, oh man, blah blah. You can't. He's like, oh, okay, I'll race you. We'll do because the they snake. were chasing his girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, we'll. And we'll, he's gonna fight him, but his friends hold him back. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> and they agree to race each other. Not yet, because all this shit happens. Mm-hmm. His friends hold him back. And then he, his little brother shows up with a letter. And he's like, it finally came. Doug, it finally came. Because Doug is waiting to get into the Air Force Academy oh, in right, Colorado right, right, Springs, right, Colorado. Right, right, right. And his little brother runs up. And he left before the letter came. And his mom was like, don't you want to stay here till the letter comes? He's like, no, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. He does, though, clearly. Yeah. 
And after his girlfriend gets chased in, his little brother shows up and he runs in and he's like, the letter finally came. Doug, the letter's here. And Doug opens mm-hmm. the letter. He looks at it and all of his friends are super excited. And like, oh. and he reads it. He's like, nope, rejected. From the Air Force Academy. Yep. And he wads it up and he throws it off to the side. A few minutes later, a voice comes over the intercom at this 50s diner thing that they're at. And it's like, Doug Masters, not accepted to the Naval Academy or the Air, Air Force Academy, Academy. whatever. Yeah. And he's real pissed and he runs up and he's like, oh, there's one way we can solve this. He's like, we can do like men, we can do like this, or you can just race me on the snake. Like, oh, the snake, what the hell is this? Yeah. And he agrees. He's going to race, he's going to do the snake. Against the dirt bike bully. Dirt bike D-bag. But it turns out, and it took me a couple seconds to figure this out. For one, the pastime of uh, Doug's friend group is flying planes. Yes, in high school. (laughs) Yes. Like, what kind of rich ass? Yeah. There's like an Air Force base there, and that's a part of the plot. Yeah, also An Air Force base is one thing. Just because someone's in the Air Force does not... I mean, their Own kids a plane? are all like flying little kid planes. They got Cessnas, yeah. all of them. No, of course not. No, that the was shit's uh, expensive and complicated. Yeah, and you have to log hours, and you got to yes. fucking. And not o- not only yeah, three. But they treat it uh, like they, like it's their bikes, like their bicycles. This is, this is what the name of the movie is taken from, because their group is called yeah. the Iron Eagles Club. Yes. The Iron Eagle Club. They have jackets. Yes, because they all... And I would kill for one of those jackets right now. They can all fly planes, and they all have planes, I guess. Except for Dirt yes. Bike Bully, who it turns out, when they go to the airport, Dirt Bike Bully wants to race Doug Masters on his fucking dirt bike. And yes, I was like, like... That was the deal, and it was like they had done it before, like, yeah, you know the deal. Oh, it was like this. It was like Dirt Bike Bully already killed someone right, doing this race. Because they talk about the kid in town that died doing the snake. And you're like, I think Dirt Bike Bully, a guy died in a plane already racing this guy. And not only that, he sab- they sabotage the plane. They take like the oil cap off or some shit. Yeah. They so fuck. halfway through the race, and, there's smoke and, and coming and out this, of this plane. And this magical Jack Black gentleman was... Jack Black, gentlemen. Jack Black was. <laughs> I'm going to fuck work- you completely. <laughs> <laughs> a black dude is working on his plane, and he's like, hey, oh, yeah. and it was, all this guess who to it make was. it. It was our man, Lewis, yeah. Chappie, Lewis Gossett Jr. We don't know yet. No, but he, but, like, jacked up his plane to make it, like, real nice. Yeah. Real good. He's like, oh, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> My thanks teacher. for own. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got that out yet. This, I finally did it. I had to break, had to break the seal thanks on my teacher. Thanks for my plane, teacher <laughs> <laughs> uh, Five people are laughing real hard right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we did fail to mention that. But then they're racing. They're racing yeah. the snake. Which is a ridiculous prospect in my mind. Uh, a, a dirt bike. Versus a fucking plane. Yes. But the plane is disqualified if it goes above 50, 50 feet. feet. But still. Watching this race, I was like, now wait a minute. What is he, the way they shoot it, like what is he even doing? What is the plane doing? 
I don't fucking know. For no reason, ramping up off mountains and doing loop de loop. (laughs) Yes. When if so, they're like doing a race to like a mountain pass is what we're supposed to. They have to go to the end and then come back. Right. Yeah. But in all reality, the plane would just take off, get to fifty feet, cruise straight ahead, and smoke this little. Fucking dirt bike. Dirt bike. On the, I mean, it wouldn't even... But. The idea that the bully wanted to race the guy he was bullying on his dirt bike, I I, lit, I was like, wait a minute. This is the race? Because there's two other planes. Yeah. There's following. two... Yeah. Following without it. They're, they're not even trying to be aggressive No, they're like they're warning just, what's happening. Uh, and one of them knows that the guy took the oil cap off. So this guy was desperate to race... This handsome kid that wears his pants way fucking high, (laughs) (laughs) and he wanted to race him on his dirt bike while he was flying a fucking plane, as if the kid flying the plane is a loser. Is some sort of disadvantage? Yeah, God, what are you talking about? You fucking dork! You plane flying loser by a plane every time. No question. No question. So (laughs) stupid. But somehow it's very much in doubt until the last seconds. They race through all this. It cuts back and, and forth, and they are head to head. You don't know who's going to win. Yes, I mean you have a you have a guess because of the name of the movie. <laughs> sure, but <laughs> you can't tell. The plane barely beats him in the end. Plane barely beats him. Cra- then immediately he crashes. Lands because he's kind of because he's you know somehow weaving through mountains, but not really. He has a hard landing, and then, that plane uh, is fucked. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. It's like, you could have killed me. And motorbike guy is hey. like right there. And he's like, hey. You could have killed me. He's like, what? I could have? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and he repeats it. And then, very satisfyingly, Doug Masters punches dirt, dirt Punch bike bully right in, right in the face. Right in the face. And knocks him out. And you're like, hell yeah. Yeah. And he looks at him like, oh. Problem solved. But after that happens, uh, nerdy kid pulls up. Nerdy kid of the group. Well, one of two. There's a couple nerdy kids. But there's one nerdy kid that talks more than the other nerdy kids. And nerdy kid rolls up and he's like, it's like, Doug, you got to come with me right now. You're, it's your dad. Your dad. He's, he's an asshole. Mm. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Isn't this Jurassic Park? I know it's Back to the Future because of Ryan Solomon's amazing. Ah, yes, it was Back to the Future. Okay, now I can't think of what Jurassic Park is. Jurassic Park is bum 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 Oh, that's because the T Rex keeps kidnapping that princess. Yep. <laughs> Be wall. <laughs> yes. This is a great podcast. His dad has been shot down. We said that earlier. But now he's being held by the 
Arabs. Yeah. As I will call them in this podcast. Because that's as what, not to that's be racist, what, but that is that defines them. That's what they them. wanted you to say yes. in 1986. When this, this movie came out. was Reagan approved, and they were Arabs. Faux show. They never say what country it is, but they have very well dressed diplomats slash dictators. And I feel like the. In uh, Top Gun, like the military was very involved with everything, and basically, like the Navy used it as like a promotion. In Top tool. Gun, I never understand who they they're didn't. fighting. This movie made more sense to me than Top Gun did, well, even Top though it didn't look as good. Who are they fighting in Top Gun? They were the Russians. Russians. Yes, I knew that actually. But, but I'm, I was never. I was like, where are they? In this, I was like, what? They, they, oh, were, yeah. they said where they were at. They said the fucking whatever ocean they were in. Yeah, but why? Because they're doing opera is the same as a parallel between this movie. They're just out doing exercises. Yes, but this movie is post exercises. Goonies this, with an F sixteen. Both Top Gun and Iron Eagle start out the same way, where there's uh, American pilots flying and like blah blah blah. We're we're out here and everything's blah blah blah. And they're also like, uh oh, bogeys are inbound. But it, it's okay because we're in international water, yes. and then the bogies engage them. They get very aggressive. Way to <laughs> yes. the danger zone. The but da- instead, an Iron Eagle, they were like, "Highway to the Gypsy Road," and we were like, "What?" Road of Gypsies, danger yeah, zone whatever. Road. Yeah. yeah, they cross over it, and at the mm. very beginning of the movie, it's the same thing, where the enemy, who basically, where you'd be like. Doing an exercise and you're like you're checking each other out, but you're not engaging. I know that's why the enemy I engages. do when I exercise. Yeah, you engage with the enemy. That's how you. Exercise. I engage with the enemy yeah. while I'm checking them out. <laughs> like fuck you, dickhead. <laughs> I'm trying my best over here. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's how it starts out. But he, but he get the guy gets shot down. Then cut to we already okay. Now we're. Oh, who's repeating themselves We're, now? We backed, uh, I, got, <laughs> I got caught in the backtrack. <laughs> Guilty uh, as yeah. So they race. Oh, now I'm going to go. I'm going to repeat myself. Because... We're at the end of the race. They punched. So what's after the race? What's after the race? What is after the race? Um, no notes. I have to because... <laughs> They sabotage this plane. The plane wins. What? Who would have guessed the plane beat a dirt bike in a race? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, oh, so oh the colonel. Yeah, he goes Jimmy to the Hendrick base. Goes yep. to like. Okay, and this is a this is a line of logic throughout this movie that you have to just go with, which is that all the kids whose parents work on the base just have free run over the entire base. They get to just hang out. Even though they're doing like top secret military stuff. You get the impression that it's pretty mundane military stuff. No, uh, yes, and again, this is the mid-80s when there was no sort Nothing of really hot going war, on. just Cold yeah. War, so it's a lot of like exercises. So that's what made this all work, I guess, in the 80s, but now it seems ridiculous. But anyways, these kids just have have their own run over the base. Yes, they do. And this is what we learn from this this point out. And their parents are all very gullible. <laughs> yes. And they can, yeah. So, ba- so Jason Gedrick, who's the son of the pilot who got shot down, is able to just walk into the base, talk to the upper brass like Oh, they tried to like, stop hey, him. Man. They tried to stop him. But, but then the, really. but then the colonel was like, "Whoa, wait a minute. He's fine. I'm friends with his dad." And he was like, Jason Gedrick was like, 
what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and the my colonel was like, what's going on, my little chicharron? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, the colonel basically explained exactly what was happening as he was having other discussions, yep. and he explained what happened to his dad. He doesn't get the whole story, but we get enough of it that it's been exposited to us, exposited. Exposited. His dad is being held. They're going to have a trial. Yeah, eventually. It's not legal, but they're making a big deal out of it, making some sort of bargaining chip to maybe get sanctions taken away. And the government isn't going to do anything about it. Right. Except for sanctions and shit. Right. it's It's a political matter. Yeah. And they think they can get they can use the dad as a bargaining chip. You yep. just said that. Yep. Um, and he's like, "Oh shit! Oh chicharrones! Oh chicharrones!" <laughs> <laughs> and, this is what our podcast has become. <laughs> um, it is. It is chicharrones. Chicharrones. Kind of. <laughs> Let's ruin our childhood. Podcast fans are known as the chicharrones. <laughs> <laughs> For no good reason other than this is where we're at at this point in our podcast career. um, (laughs) um, We cut to dad being like kind of on trial, not on trial, but like facing the bad guys. Facing some sort of magic. I enjoyed this very much. Not a lot of people will. My mom loved Masterpiece Theater and Mystery on PBS. And the bad guy in this movie played Agatha Christie's Poirot. On PBS. That's right. He did. Murder on the Orient Express. Yes, he's Poirot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Whoa. And he has a very similar mustache to what he does, and yes. I'm like, oh, I guess he always has that mustache. Oh, that's weird. Oh, he just blew my mind. Oh, my mom loved that shit. Man. Loved it. Again, Still loves it to this day. That's why, isn't, this is the main reason why I love doing this podcast, is because I will have thoughts that I haven't thought in like 30 years. Which sounds like a very weird psychedelic thing to say. Yeah. But it's true. Because sometimes you just don't think thoughts anymore. The, so, oh yes, believe you know, me, I'm aware of that. They're still there. And yeah. then when you're when you watch when you see when you see or smell or hear something from but that you have not because once you, since a very long time. Like you just it's not something that pops up, it's just been let go. And then that part of your brain fires up again. Well, it's and I guarantee weird. you saw this guy, and you were like, "What? Who is this and guy?" And as soon as you said and that, I, my brain but I put knew, that long because my mom memory fucking, together when Poirot was on. Yes. We were like, "Oh, that was family viewing." I was allowed to stay up to watch <laughs> Poirot on that Masterpiece Theater, and that's who it was. Or is it Poirot? It's Poirot, probably. I, it doesn't matter. I know exactly no, what Poirot, you're talking about, yes. and it's weird for my brain to that waxy ass mustache and that Murder on the Orient Express just got yeah. remade, kind of. And it, it came and went and by Kenneth it. Branagh, who starred in it, directed it, and also starred Johnny Depp, and nobody gave a shit. Johnny Depp is like on the way out, I believe. Johnny Depp, stop being such a fucking weirdo, man. And stop abusing. I, I don't know. What Whatever. Yeah, I saw I this even... picture of him with like a fan. He looks like he weighs about 115 pounds wet. Do you see him no talking? No hair, and he's all like ghastly white. It's like, Jesus, yeah. dude. Are you he's about like, to die? Oh, oh, what, yeah. are, what are you doing? He's like, I'm Johnny Depp, and uh, I don't really give a fuck about anything. So, um, hey, Alex, <laughs> this is me, Johnny Depp, and I don't give a fuck about anything. That's so, pretty good. That's exactly and, what he sounds like. Amber Heard was really hot, but I don't give a fuck, and I just like 
was like, get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> and then I saw the preview for Amber Heard's new movie, and I was like, oh, Mama Sita. No, I don't know what it's called. London Grass? London Yards? Oh, I, I don't know. It was and it's all about, weekend. I saw it's it. all about everybody wanting to have to sleep with her, and she oh. she knows one of them wants to kill her. I don't know what it's fucking called, and I don't know what it's about exactly. But, but not Aquaman, though, huh? No. Is she in Aquaman? Yeah. Is she like the female lead? Yes. Well, good for her. She's Aquaman. From, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, from Pineapple Express to a huge Pineapple movie star. Pineapple Express? Amber Heard was Seth Rogen's girlfriend. What? Yeah. The 17-year-old, and he was 25 or whatever. Wow. Yeah. All I know... I know the name Amber Heard. Like I, I sort of recognize it from movies. What but did she hear? <laughs> she heard. She heard a lot of shit. Yeah. But when she, I, she was a Johnny Depp, and then the whole divorce thing and all that. Like that's what I really knew her name from. So I did they get remember. married? Oh yeah, and they had, oh, they Jesus got divorced, Christ. and it was a giant. Like he was a. She's basically spilled all the tea on uh, how terrible he is, and yeah. Well, I think when you're that famous for that long. Not to defend Johnny Depp, but some weird shit happens to your brain. No, but he got famous in Twenty One Jump Street, so he was like probably no, 16. no. When, yeah, from so if you if you're famous from the time that you are a kid, kid of whatever, yeah, and you are fully or under full on famous the whole time. That only has got with exponentially like getting more famous. I, and he hit like he was the top like at the at the height of uh, the um. Pirates, yeah, movies. Yeah. He was the number one movie. Like he, he was the yes. dude. Yes, and all of those movies were making a billion dollars. Yes. And even as they kept going on, even when they were, they kept getting shittier and shittier. Yeah, and there's been five of them, I think. Yeah, and the last one didn't make as much money as the previous ones, but well, of course not. And he gets to act, and they're like, "Hey, the weirder you act, the weirder you act, the more everybody likes yeah, you." Yeah. So, so how can you ever hope for that person to be like a normal? Like, like okay. Yeah, no. Like you have to get like Tom Hanks, where you're, where you're like you get he had a you get big movies, but it. you're more an acclaimed because he never did like a like a Die Hard or something. No, he had huge like huge movies, but it was never he was never that guy. He he was, to, it seems like it's the action guy that like The Rock. As long as you stayed grounded, well, The Rock didn't get famous, super famous until he was old, or then. The Rock was in his mid thirties. Yeah, yeah, where he should have been like in like a twenty two. <laughs> I mean, like still I bet the Rock. The, the rundown was the Rock's first star oh, role. God, here we go. I the fucking rundown. love the rundown. Here Don't worry go. about the it. The rundown is coming back, you guys. I love it. <laughs> We're gonna have to watch that. What year did that come out? Two thousand. It was the Rock's. Yeah, probably somewhere. Yeah, maybe 2006, If only there was some way to find out. If only. I love the fucking rundown. I miss Sean William Scott being in movies, and I wish The Rock and Sean William Scott would do a movie together again. Because I fucking love the rundown. But yes, The Rock didn't get. The Rock got really. 2003. Ra- Holy shit. We could do that. God damn. What happened? To Sean William Scott. Well, he's about to star in the Lethal Weapon. We t- we had literally had this conversation yeah. on the last podcast. You're right, like four times now. Yeah. God damn no, it. just twice. Uh, probably three, maybe three times. Him, him and I are the same age, and we've had that discussion also. Who, you and Sean William Scott? Yeah. Holy fuck! What's that? Dude, do you know how? Fuck? Guess how old Paul Rudd is? 
He's 46. Nope. 50. 49. And when you watch Ant-Man and the Wasp, you go, oh, that guy's like 34, right? Yeah. No, I, and then I, he I, takes his shirt off, and you're like, oh, that guy's like 28, right? <laughs> no, I know. And then he he's does an interview, and I he's like. he was a few years older than me. Yeah. But no, no, close. 49. Yeah, like I'm so I'm I'm 42 and I'm like oh Jesus fucking like, Christ oh, I'm so old and like my muscles are disappearing I'm just getting old and that's all there is to it but no you can look no, right at me buddy don't nah, worry but about no it no who else is my age Ryan Reynolds yeah so I was like no I just need to work out you dumb fuck yeah no yeah <laughs> nah totally you're you're jacked you're, I'm doing you're great. great no and I'm like an old like oh I'm so feeble no just work you're not out. feeble just like lift a few weights well and you got to fucking fight against all that horrible shit that you feel all this abuse we've been doing to our oh, bodies I know. You rage oh. oh buddy you gotta it rage catches up to us machine yeah you gotta rage <laughs> against the machine of life my friend i know and you are you're a handsome boy don't fucking no, no, worry about i know it. but it's Look, just, i see it's... your arm muscle right here right now oh yeah it's a. Uh... but no but it's funny that like you forget when people your age seem Old and you're like, oh no, they're my age, and I am old. Oh, when a fucking 28 year old gets elected to the Senate in New York, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, a 28 year old just got elected to the Senate in New York, yeah. and I deliver fucking when I, when beer I was for a living. I got and drunk get, and and uh, was, you know, I was doing less than now, and this is all I currently do. <laughs> 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 so I don't know, but yeah. Iron Eagle. Anyways, Iron Eagle was great. The end. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, I don't know what we do from here. Oh Christ! Uh, oh, we'll our, our boy, it. our boy Doug Masters. Yeah. Not only is prom the day after his dad gets kidnapped. Yep. But the day after that is his graduation from high school. Mm-hmm. And oh man! But he's already. He's at graduation. He goes to prom, and there's a scene where evidently the only two black kids in their high school are dancing while everyone is watching. <laughs> yeah, and I found that true. kind of odd. That's true. I felt a little we uncomfortable with that. One black this. girl, um, one black boy, and they're going to pop and lock in front of all the white people at prom. All it's of very them. Very fun. While they all cheer. Yeah, no, it's really great. <laughs> and then they have to leave. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. Um, <laughs> you uh, thank you. You you have to go. <laughs> yes, it's great job dancing. Uh, but other people want to use the drinking fountain. Wah, wah. Dun 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 that was two weeks ago. That's Indiana Jones. Do Superman. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to do Superman after doing Indiana Jones because they are so very similar. Because they start build. Oh, man. I'm just drunk enough to not. Simpsons remix. Wow. <laughs> yes. um, you guys should be paying us so much for this for this content you're getting. This is top this is shelf. hard work. This it is, is top fucking, shelf stuff. It's hard sometimes. Um, but yeah, prom. 
it, uh, during prom, the nerdy kid runs in and he's like, your dad. The very nerdy kid. Yes, the nerdiest kid that does a lot of helpful things runs in and he's like, Doug, your dad. And Doug runs out and they're like, what? And he's like, your dad. They're, I think at this point they tell him they're going to try his dad in yeah. three days. Yeah. He's going to be put yeah. on trial for violating international airspace. That's a big, like, uh, you know, they're grandstanding. Yes. They all know that. And now he really wants to do something about it. And has he already talked to Lewis Gossett Jr. about doing something about this? No, he hasn't. No, he's about to. Jesus Christ. This movie's only two hours long. This podcast is going to be five hours That's long. That's why we're not going to look at our notes anymore. No, we're not. Okay. So Lewis Gossett Jr., <laughs> he, uh, he's an alien, and then Dennis Quaid is like, yo, <laughs> like we can hold hands and have weird alien sex. And that's the plot of inner space. <laughs> Is saying nonsense okay? Like that's I think so. I'm pretty sure at this All point. Right. Certainly, Good. yeah. Yeah, but anyway, this movie turns into the Goonies. They're gonna save his dad. Louis Gossett Jr. is gonna help them. There's also a yep. Italian restaurant that only black people go to called Slappies. <laughs> what? Yes. Why do you say what as if it's not a true story? No, I'm not. I guess I missed that. I must have. No, Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, is that, like, I remember the restaurant. He's like, do. he's like, do you like Italian? And yeah, then they I remember go to that. the restaurant and okay. it's called Slappy's. Okay. I and Slappy re- talks to him. And he's like, hey, I'm Slappy. Okay. I'm Slappy. I guess I'm going to have to come back and talk to you later. And they're like, what? The stereotypes that. in this movie are nonsensical. Oh, and they're kind of weird. Yeah. And they like Reagan, but also this movie sort of felt like a propaganda film at points to be like, heads up, black people are cool with Reagan. Again, which <laughs> it, it makes it so much more strange to me that this came out before Top Gun because I thought Top Gun was the ultimate like tool for recruiting and that there this would be movie several isn't a- copycats after, but... I guess I mean there were they made four they made three more of these goddamn. The, and iron, this movie isn't a tool movie. for recruiting. No, this movie not, is a tool for defecting. It's a tool for <laughs> this movie is the Goonies except they're stealing a fucking F sixteen. That's the first hour of this movie, and the second hour of this movie is the final sequence, the action. Yeah, since we're not looking at our notes, yes, that's what happens next. He is uh, Jason Gedrick. <laughs> Calls to arms, all of his nerdy the friends. The very famous Jason Gedrick. Yes. Like, how could how could you, the audience, forget his name? <laughs> Jason Gedrick. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. He calls Jason the Iron Gedrick. Eagle Club members all to the clubhouse, which is the most amazing clubhouse. Uh, I was like, is this Pee Wee's fucking playhouse? Yeah. Was that an airplane hangar? Where the fuck were they? They're again. In a garage? Also, why does Lewis Gossett Jr. live in the shittiest trailer of all time but have a huge barn? And he's also an And where is the barn? (laughs) Where is the barn, Alex? That's a good question. He goes to Lewis Gossett Jr.'s house, and I was like, whoa, this is a shitty fucking trailer for a military pilot. Right. Highly decorated and current. And the reserves, though. Yeah. And he's like, I need to show you something. And they're like, where is he going to? And then they walk into this huge fucking barn, and I was like, wait a minute. Is Louis Gossett Jr. about to have a fucking 
F-16 in his barn? That's what I thought for a second. And I was like, oh, no. Nope. Yeah. He's just got, like, plans and shit and a jukebox. <laughs> plans and a jukebox. And then he plays He plays James Brown. Yes. He plays James Brown. He kicks the jukebox and it works. Yeah. And it plays James Brown. And Jason Gedrick is like, whoa, what is this? And you're like, oh my god! The only good song in the whole movie, and Back the white 80s, kid is like, what is this? Like to pretend they didn't know what the fifties were, and it was <laughs> a very like nostalgic time for the fifties in the eighties. So that that played right into the whole soundtrack of this whole movie of like, yes, and later very there's sound, a, a very yeah. soundtrack driven movie. Yeah. It is indeed, yeah. and you. Be, Y'all like to pretend like, uh, I don't think I said this earlier, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy was like a new thing. Right. It was a throwback. Oh, yeah. Yes. The volume one and two, like the re- the albums that came out with the movie. Yes. It was were, a total throwback to what, 80s movies what, where the soundtrack is what mattered. Any like any other like, geez, probably like top 50 movies that would come out in any given year in the 80s all had matching soundtracks. Like even... Not even mediocre movies had really good soundtracks. Yeah, which would like basically even like make the movie better. That's I mean that was the purpose of them. Like, like Rocky Four, for example. Rocky Four, uh, fucking... all Rockies. Rocky Three, yeah. Rocky Two, Rocky One, not Rocky Negative One. Rocky Negative One. How does? <laughs> What's the plot of Rocky Negative One? Yo, uh, Adrian, I'm going to chemistry school. <laughs> chemistry school? Man, why do I do a podcast? <laughs> Yo, Adrian, I'm going to learning school to learn about some stuff. That's bad. Hey, oh, hip hop hooray. The Rocky uh, prequel. <laughs> yes. Rocky's in kindergarten slapping kids around. <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh, wait, Rocky, what was the, what the fuck was I trying to think of? I don't even know what it, I was originally trying to think of. It doesn't so matter. it truly does not. So basically then the crew, the, the Goonies of, uh, of, uh, Iron Eagle, the center middle, the center they, section of this movie, all the kids spread this out. movie becomes yes. Goonies because for, all the kids go to their specific parents who all have specific yes. Very useful positions on the Air Force. They all because they live on an Air Force. Yes, the one the one super nerds kid. uh, His dad is a big guy in intelligence. Couple of cute girls. Their dad has access to a bunch of information. Girls on a a summer vacation. And Becker, the the Becker. She was the summer school. Yeah, summer school. Mark Harmon. She's the pregnant chick. I watched that last week. She's the pregnant chick. Got to watch that for this summer school. Yep. Yeah. Which is. The last time I watched it, I was like, oh, it's pretty good. And the pregnant chick from Becker, or yep. not, the pregnant chick from summer school pregnant that ends up in Becker. Comma, <laughs> yes. Also in Becker. Yes. Yeah, was in that. Yeah. Becker. What the fuck? That show was on for a long time. <laughs> what, what the hell? Obs- obscure show. Because you're yes. like, oh, Ted Danson, cheers. Yeah. Grumpy Becker Ted Danson. Also. What? Yeah. What? Becker? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember Becker? It was on for eight years. It won Emmys and shit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Becker. I used to watch that with my mom all the time. I used to watch it with my mom, too. He was a doctor. God damn it. Becker. Dr. Becker. 
And he was always solving. He was helping people out, being all grumpy, smoking cigarettes in the diner when he wasn't supposed to. And his, his blind black friends. Oh, yeah. Hootie. Yeah. That's a joke about Hootie and the Blowfish because that guy had dreadlocks and kind of looked like Hootie. He only wants to be with you. <laughs> That's what I heard. Sometimes I'm crazy. He understands. He gets a man when you go with my medical problem. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, There's uh, nothing I can point, do. At this point, I better po- call Dr. Becker to you. <laughs> so, just so you're paying attention uh, at home, the guy you're now see. listening to a podcast that is weaving. Hootie in the Blowfish songs with the TV show Becker. Okay, that's where we're at right now. I'm glad we all know that. That's good to know. <laughs> oh, he's probably got the number two cover of fucking Wagon Wheel. That turd. Uh, that's right up his alley. <laughs> oh. I was going to make, I don't know what I was going to say. Um, yeah, so they're, uh, they're gooning to get an F-16. They get basically two fully loaded F-16s. They get all the intelligence. They're they're pouring over all the intelligence of the base and everything. They're getting all the flight. They get their again. The kids all they have the whole base hooked up. They have the whole they they run the place. And now, uh, Doug Maverick, Doug Maverick, Mackelson, oh Masters. Doug Maverick Masters Macklemore. goes to Lewis's house and is like, yo, what up? I'd just like to tell you, we got all this information. Yeah. Would you like to help us? And he's like, oh, you mean. He's uh, like, yes, if I can listen to Steve Win- Steve Winwood. Uh, there was not that much Steve Winwood in this movie. I don't know who it was, but it was a lot of Stan Bush, maybe. But they're. Steve Winwood, I would have been down with a lot of these songs. I was like, man, this is a bad 80s song. And I know you love it. <laughs> I know you love it. You and Brandon Ream. You know, my favorite song, one of my favorite songs of all time is appears several times in this movie. The Queen song. Yes, One Vision by Queen. Give it's me... my favorite Queen song. No, it, it fucking isn't. It is head and shoulders above any other Queen song. Above Bohemian Rhapsody be number two. Above, there's so many good Queen songs. Of course there are. There's like okay, 20. Give me a taste of the song because I didn't even I didn't even recognize that there was a Queen song in this movie. What? I didn't. I was like another it's, dumb song uh, until they played James Brown. Give me a taste. It's your favorite Queen song. One man, one soul. One mission. One flash of lightning, one vision, one flesh, one bone, nothing, no? (laughs) No, nothing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Was Freddie Mercury in here with me right now? Freddie Mercury? (laughs) Freddie (laughs) Mercury? Freddie Mercury? Uh, no, that's what, if you were singing Queen, I would call you Freddie Mercury. Yes. Because you were almost there, but not quite. Almost. I have I no idea what that song is. So What's the Highlander song? I don't know. Highlander song. They did the fucking soundtrack. The Queen did all, the entirety of the soundtrack for Highlander. And they did the entirety of the soundtrack for Flash Gordon. Yes. 
That's what the hell was wrong with Queen? <laughs> <laughs> My brain was just asking myself yeah. the same questions. Like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. what a weird trilogy yeah. of Queen. movies to score. Yeah. Uh, uh, apropos of no, of nothing, like Queen no... were, was were things not going well for you, Queen? Jesus Christ! I can't wait to see that movie though. No, that kid looks fucking good. I hope it's good. I, I, I Queen was confusing to me as a kid because there was always another one. Another one bites the dust, and oh, you know, yeah. the champions. Those are Fuck like yes. eternal. Eight, but. We will rock you. But I feel like because he died of AIDS, like it was like, what happened to him? And it was always very hush hush and weird because the 80s were just weird. I, me- yeah, I remember no, Queen that's, I think being that's... sort of a mystery to me because my parents weren't into Queen for whatever reason. I mean, they were. In, but there no were a reason. lot of straight, masculine, homophobic dudes that dug Queen. Right. And then were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. kind of what happened after he died. I don't know. I don't know. But you know the full resurgence of Queen is fully. Uh, you can f- fully thank Wayne's World for Queen for Bohemian Rhapsody. That was Queen two point oh. Bohemian Rhapsody being the saved hit Queen that it currently is. Yes, in Queen in general. Yeah, it's a weird thing, but fucking it was Wayne's a big World boost. Changed. I mean, it like because Bohemian, I don't, it was Bohemian hit, Rhapsody I was, was not originally a big hit, was it? I think it was a hit, but not a humongous hit. No, because they probably had like six bigger ones. Yeah. I want to ride my bicycle. Because it's a weird girls. fucking song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I so want to ride my this. bicycle. Oh. I want to ride my bike. <laughs> yeah. Fat Bottom Girls. They make a, the That song was actually about boys. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have to do the Muttley laugh? I wish I could not do that. <laughs> I'll say something that I find personally funny and they go, <laughs> There it is. <laughs> Muttley laugh. You do it too. It's fine. No, We're, I love it. We both Muttley laugh. <laughs> I don't have. I'm, my lungs are pretty clear right now, so uh, <laughs> yeah. hard to do. It was much more when you were like sick for like. Three weeks. Oh, I was uh, for like yeah. months at the, yeah. beginning, at the beginning of Jesus the year. Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got a good That's why we're worried about our age. Yeah. So we get sick now. It's like, oh, yeah. We're old, unhealthy gentlemen. Oh, God, I had the flu. Oh, I'm dead, and that's a wrap. Old, unhealthy gentleman. Paul Rudd is 49 years old. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. <laughs> I want to ride my bicycle. So <laughs> that's beautiful. That's Thank cool. you. Uh, so they basically so uh, Jason Gedrick and Louis Gossett Jr. They get the plans. They get all this oh, data. They well, get he, all this yeah. intel from all their friends. Because we went so on they our... make their plan to attack this base. Yes, and we went on a massive tangent there of him. Yes. They got all this intelligence, and then he took it to Louis Gossett Jr. and he said, "Louis Gossett Jr. Someone, Chappie, yeah. will you help us?" Someone asked, and we're to like, do "What? You don't think he will?" And he's like, "Of course, I will." He's like, "I will do this." And then there's another montage. He's like, "But it's going to take a couple of days." And now this is a second kind of Goonies montage of them doing all this crazy shit again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now they're doing it because they're lighting Chappie off fireworks is on their side. in the fucking hangar. They're- that part 
They're okay. doing the weird, fireworks. really basic computer hacking. Uh, the kid hit F3 on the computer. He pushed one button twice. Did and we pushed it twice. He pushed it once, sure. and then she flipped out. And then was, he pushed it again, and, and it was okay. Again. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, yes. Two different buttons. And I'm pretty sure it was F3, and he was like, like F10. He was like, "Didn't yeah. they fix this?" Boop, and he like turned his head and hit exactly. the button. And she's like, "What? What?" And it seems like George but Costanza's that, mom, and I don't think it was. No, but, but she kind of sounded that like type. him. Yeah, but that shit played in the '80s because computers at in, at that point. We're very new and weird technology. Well, one of the first computers took up five rooms and was at Iowa State University. That's right. Our and, alma mater. And all it could do was calculate 20 plus 27. Is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this porn sucks. Why do I need three rooms of computers to watch a dick pic? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to inhale in because we have no and idea what's happening. Inhale. And exhale. I will exhale, but I feel kind of weird because <laughs> we were on that break. And I'm trying to think of the Jurassic Park theme, and all I can think about is Back to the Future. And it makes me... Th- Dun, 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 dun. That's also John Williams, right? I assume. And Jurassic Park is. Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park is. Jurassic Park is. Uh, hmm. Jurassic Park is. Dun, dun, that sounds like a that, that's jaws it's, it's it's so funny oh man jurassic park what the fuck is jurassic park oh here we go here you go no this doesn't seem right alex i mean Oh yes, thank you. It took two it took point five seconds. It's like smelling something and realizing what it is. People who have listened this far and knew that all along are probably so happy right now. Oh man. Finally, they just got Scratch to relax. That Their shoulders just went down. Sorry, guys. I know. We we just get It breaks down into singing often. No, what were, what were we singing? What was the last one we were singing? Oh, I was singing Back to the Future. How's that go? Bam, bam, bam. How does Jurassic Park go? <laughs> All right. Jaws. Oof. Star Wars. Bana. Bana na 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 na. People's court theme? Uh, <laughs> is that still the people's court theme with Judge Jane Poopy Face? Sure. <laughs> no, I think yeah, I think there still is. They took over for Wapner, who died a few years ago. 
No, no, it's a it's a girl, it's a lady now. Yeah, yeah, it's a lady. It's significantly less less popular. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It goes like this. Oh, okay. Wait, is it Nightcourt? Nightcourt is... Hey, there's Bull, and there's the chick. It, she changes quite often, the other female bailiff does. Maybe like three times. Three bailiffs, but Bull's still there. And also Harry Anderson, and it's pretty good. I fucking love my courts. <sighs> I love waking up ashamed, you know? That's the mo- that's is, of what's is that the right most now? important part yep. of podcasting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Waking up and feeling like Oh, feeling a you know what I hear? I hear I hear sirens. My ride's here. Yeah, and I feel I really miss our producer. <laughs> our producer TC is dead. Uh TC. I killed her. TC uh, was the best kitty because she was Tolls Kitty, and she was actually a pretty terrible podcast producer because what she, she was do, not good at it. But what happened Mashing was Toll and I would come sit here and we start doing this nonsense that we do, and TC would kind of get upset because we're not paying attention to her. We're yeah. doing our thing, so she would jump on Toll or me or both and go back and forth. But then she would just jump right up on top of the laptop and shut the whole shit down. I think she did that on probably four or five uh, episodes. No, she she really here. You can hear TC's legacy in our past episodes. She's probably the smartest of the bunch. I, that was I, like shut this shit down. Yeah, no, and she, we're like, nope. She'd be correct. Like we would, we would just be getting going, and she would jump up there and sit down and start licking her asshole. And it's like, yes, that whole everything you're saying right now is correct. Licking your asshole is better than listening to this podcast. One hundred percent. Now, correct. we'll always love you, TC. That sounded like John Wayne. We'll always love you, TC Pilgrim. <laughs> Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll always love you, TC. <laughs> Chicharron. TC uh, will always be our Chicharron. <laughs> yes. <Aww>. Yes. <laughs> TC. They gave you the option. Chicharron. Okay, this is weird, but. Sure. They're like, do you want to. I could have. If I took her body back. Her remains. I would have saved. No, not her remains. Because you have the option of cremation. Or or just, what? Or just taking the body back. We're gonna take the body back. Yeah, but you know, yeah. And for if I, I could have saved sixty bucks and like t- taken my dead cat's body back, and I wonder really? who who would take like 
I was like, I wait, would wait, maybe, wait, 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 maybe wait, if wait, I had, wait, wait, wait. if I had already hold called one eight hundred dig, if I already called one eight hundred dig, I would have been like, okay, I will. But I hadn't called him yet. I was like, no, I don't want to keep my cat's decomposing corpse hanging around my house. All right. So you mean to tell me? And I don't have any remote control helicopters to make. And if I can ask you, you, you had her uh, uh, put to sleep where? Uh, the animal rescue. The area. Is that the? Is that where everyone does it? Um, that's the only, that's the only place. No, everybody told me to go to value vet and it turns out they were closed on Wednesdays. I already made the attempt twice. She was very sick. And then I went to value vet and I was like, this is where like 18 people told me to go. And Mm -hmm. I went there on a Wednesday and they were fucking closed on Wednesdays. And I was like, God damn it. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the ARL and they had an emergency yeah. end of life services and i was like okay i'm gonna go there and they were very 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 nice yes they're those people and are, they were they're, they're working there for virtually no money in fact maybe no money and doing the job that i just would horrible kill myself than do oh well that wasn't all they were oh. doing and i i walked they're in amazing people. and this nice girl working there was like what can we do for you i said oh well my cat is dying in that's, I was like, that's the story. And she was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. And I said, I called on Saturday. And no, you guys never called me yeah. back to make an appointment. This is a weird part of the podcast. Don't worry <laughs> about it. But uh, yeah, and they were very, very, very nice. And they're like, do you want to say goodbye to your cat? <laughs> Which isn't funny. But I was like, yes, I've already said goodbye many times. But I was in the room where I was like, this is the end of my cat. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, my cat was so gross. Yeah. I kind of didn't. I was like, I already said goodbye. But I let, she was in such a weird space. Yeah. That yeah. when I opened her cage, she started walking around trying to get out of the room. That was very sad. Yeah. And then I put her on my lap and she was like really active with like goop coming out of her eyeball and her mouth. And, but she was like, seemed really like, it made her being in that room. Made her seem way normal, and it actually made the situation way more sad. Of course, because she started. Like, oh, I'm acting... doing something wrong because my cat's fine, but yeah, really. clearly but she really. wasn't fine. But she started acting like like she jumped off my lap, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. But then she got she was walking weird, but she was walking around like yeah, and she still could. Man, no, and, it was weird. And, no, and, and then I was like, "I gotta let you. I gotta let you go, cat." Yeah, and I already had. Right. So it wasn't nearly as bad as. Cat number one, which yeah. was much harder. Well, my wife, Angela. Iron Eagle! And I, Angela and I were talking about her, uh, when she had her little dog, like had to be put to sleep. And when she took it there, they put it put her on oxygen. And then she's like, hey, I'm fine. She's yeah. basically like, no yeah. problem. But her, and her, her throat had collapsed. She was in the middle. She was well into like congestive heart failure. She was a disaster. And she was just yes. dying. So like. But when she got there, like, oh, she's in oxygen, and she seems completely normal. So I was like, oh, no, I have to put this dog who's like, hey, I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to kill you right now. So well, yeah. Sorry, bye. And you put – and even without oxygen, putting an animal in a weird situation, especially a cat. Yeah. I think dogs can hang in weird situations, but cats are like, yes. I'm in this room. Right. I spent my whole life in one house, and now I'm in a room I've never been in before. Suddenly, I feel active, and, and I was like, Fuck. And then yeah. I did, and I was like, I don't, I was like, cat, you are gross and stinky, and I don't, 
like I already said goodbye to you. And not that I didn't want to say goodbye, but right. I didn't. I was like, she really was really gross and stupid. No, like, yeah, like, like, there's no quality of life. It's all no. over. I'm helping yeah. you out. Yeah. And still, instead of being gross. But then and- she, she gets taken into this room that she's never been in before after riding in a car from Urbandale to Ankeny <laughs> because the fucking place was closed. Right. And she was like, meow, making all these crazy sounds. Meow. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, you seem okay. And your weird head is bobbing up and down all over the place. And we got there. And it was very sad. But it was a sad relief for both of us. Of course. Iron Eagle. Iron. Never say die. Take the road to the gypsies. Right? That's where I was taking my cat on the gypsy road. Kitty, it's time to take a road to the gypsies. <laughs> I think I just broke my tooth on the microphone <laughs> laughing at that. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, man. Yep. So, anyway. And she got there, and Cher was there. She was like, gypsies, tramps, and thieves, come and take a ride on the BPLZ. And I was like, yep, I took you to the right place, cat. <laughs> Sharon Sonny Bono will welcome you with open arms. So, nice to see you. If I could turn back time. <laughs> if I could turn back time. <laughs> That's a real good share. Yeah, it is. Oh. Where else are you going to get a share impression on an Iron Eagle review? (laughs) It's not a review. Nowhere, Chicharron. (laughs) Hey, uh, when's, (laughs) when are you going to start talking about this fucking movie again? (laughs) Chicharrons? Never. We don't give a fuck. Uh, All right, let's wrap this. My cat's dead. Uh, where where are we at? Montage number two. This is still the first hour of the movie, by the way. The second hour of the movie is entirely action, and the the well, second the, hour of the, the movie the first, is so the end of the first hour is basically they train up, they get all the intel, and they're like, "All right, Chappie's like, I'll take you. We're yep. gonna go get your dad because no." One oh, but they well. have to go on a training mission first. Yeah, they do training. And sure. I just I feel like this needs to be said that uh, our man Maverick Von Johnson, what's his name? <laughs> Maverick Von Johnson. What's his name? Doug Masters. Doug Masters. Or Doug Maverick Masters Von Johnson uh, is co-piloting with Lewis <laughs> Gossett Jr. and he Lewis makes him turn the music off. And sucks. <laughs> yeah. But then he turns. He can't the, hit his target. And then he He's turns. Like, no, I need it for the flow. Yeah. He's so like, he, ha- he literally no, has. Like, You're gonna mess up my rhythm. <clears throat> yeah, You're gonna mess up my rhythm, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Can that not be a thing? I need to stop <laughs> doing that. Be. Like, oh yeah, I understand. <laughs> now I'm both of them it's at just, once. It's just yeah. One of your good. One of your Take great it easy, Chicharron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Uh, uh, so Jay, uh, what was I trying to say? Jason, Jake Gadry. Gyllenhaal. Nope, Jason. Jason Gadry Masters did something. Jason Galadriel. Who? No idea. Um, Jason Gal. Oh, he did. He appeared. He was in Backdraft. <laughs> That's yeah. And a bunch of Hallmark movies, probably. 
If we asked my mom, she would know where Jason Galifianakis was. What's his fucking name? Jason Garfield? Gedrick. Jason Gedrick. Yeah. Jason. Is it Jason? (laughs) No. Jason Gedrick. Jason Gedrick, you fucking suck, boy. Man. Way to do one movie and then just suck forever. (laughs) And he were good in this, dog. He was good in this movie. He was great. This movie was very surprisingly to me good i like really so like much. very entertaining in fact i am going to go out on a limb here alex and yeah. say and you're saying it because of the timeline i'm saying it for entertainment value and maybe because i was watching it for our podcast to ruin it sure uh i thought it was better than top gun the special effects are not better. The acting isn't better. If Tony, but the whole story, it's go, it's Goonies if, mixed with Top Gun. If if Tony Scott directed this movie, holy shit balls! There would be some sweaty kids about it. Yeah, it would have been those kids would have been yeah, sweating Top their balls. Gun would off. have been the rip off of this movie. <laughs> yes. That's really the only difference. Well, it was a this good movie story. had three sequels, and Top Gun is only going to have one. Coming up in like two years. That's right. That's Top right. Gun colon Maverick. That means they go up Mavericks colon, <laughs> which is who, what I heard Maverick is into. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Playing uh, with them boys. <laughs> uh, all we are is come on Tom Cruise's chin. Wow. Where no one that? even. No one knows things i regret it's fine that's what i'm going to call this podcast from now on that's always the that's the tagline of this podcast this podcast no podcraft this is this is not a podcast look we work hard this is a podcast you know what's the irony is is that we do work hard craft okay we are podcrafting Is uh, anyone? Someone has to have said that on a podcast at this point. Podcrafting? But I feel like I've never heard the phrase Wait, podcrafting. Wait, did I say crafting? I meant crapping. <laughs> we're podcrapping. We're podcrapping right now. You're two for and two. And we consider, we're both very proud of this. <laughs> and what's we're sober, wrong with this? Which is the best part. That is, yes. Podcraft. Um, I'm typing a note right now. Podcraft and podcrapping. Oh, good. I would say our our podcast ebbs and flows between podcrafting and podcrapping. <laughs> yes, I yeah, would say right? that too. It's, I think most much like my craps. <laughs> 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 like the first one, like this was good. The second one, I'm like, this was not good, and that's every single day. What? Every single day. Every single day I take a good shit and a bad shit. It's good versus evil out of Toll's butt every day. And now you know that. Look, you can't get this kind of information on like Mark Marin or Joe Rogan. You have to come to Let's Ruin Our Childhood for that kind. By come to, we mean you have to be masturbating while you're listening to this. And then come. And then you will come to the realization this is the best podcast you've ever heard. Because we that's what we're doing. Sure, of course. That's what, when, when we inhale and exhale. Well, I thought everyone knew that at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's assumed. 
Everyone knows. <laughs> I guess we're talking about Iron Eagle. I don't, I don't know. know. Podcraft number two. Three, 38, 40. Um, yeah. Montage number two. Okay, they here- train. <laughs> he can he can he can fly to music and shoot, but without music he sucks. If Stan Bush isn't playing, Doug Maverick blows at flying. Doug McDougal, Steve Zahn, Chappie McClanahan. Right? <laughs> What's his fucking name? <laughs> Douglas Xavier Jr. Stephen. Baldwin, the third. You're like a movie computer (laughs) spitting out random names. (laughs) You were so close. The bullets were zinging. The bullets were zinging right over the head. Doug Maverick. Doug. (laughs) Doug Masters. Doug Masters. He's the Uh, master uh, flyer. uh, uh, He's uh, listening uh, to uh, shitty uh, '80s music. Doug can only master flying if he's listening to shitty eighties music. On his, and we learned that because he misses his tape deck, his walk that he altered himself that he, that he could plug into things somehow to his thigh with a very big uh, cable to his headset. Yes, and we're gonna run the night. We're gonna have a big gun fight. We're gonna fly a plane. <laughs> You're going to know my name, <laughs> Doug Xavier Stanhope Jr. Everybody knows I love my flying. Stephen McQueen. <laughs> oh, fuck. This is going to be one I will not listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That song was by Stan Bush. <laughs> Wait, was that Queen? No one it was knows. a collaboration, possibly. Yeah. Holy smokes. So, yeah. Now Louis Gossett Jr. thinks he's good at flying. <laughs> because because he, can pl- he can fly to shitty 80s music. So they're, the mission is a go. They did a test flight. The mission is a go. And the whole the whole second hour of this movie is the mission. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. And they're flying. And I thought to myself. Yeah, <laughs> they're flying. <laughs> I thought to myself, how the fuck are they going to have enough fuel to make it to the Middle East? Yes, but I, I had the same thought. They and, that, and as immediately after I asked that question, they get refueled midair with the Top Gun refueling scenario that we talked about about an hour ago. And what a shitty guest. model that was! That was the only shitty model in the whole movie, actually. Yeah, but it was kind of goofy. And they get refueled, and he's like, "You gotta be, you gotta be real good to get refueled." And he's like, "Huh?" He's like, "Great job, Doug! Great job, Jerome! <laughs> hey, man!" You really did a good job refueling your plane. Cheesh her on. Oh, hey, thanks. I do two voices. Or one. I do one. <laughs> I add a Spanish accent. To- you can do your spoiled white girl voice. 
Oh my god! Go. You did such a good job refueling. I cannot even believe it. <laughs> Holy shit! Perfect. Hey, now wait a minute. Hey, chicharron. Hey, hey, my little chicharron. <laughs> you did such a good job refueling. I'm gonna fucking shit my pants. <laughs> um. Now we're flying to the Middle East. And we don't know what country it is, but we're going to fight them. <laughs> yes. Because fuck them. My dad works for Goldman Sachs. <laughs> My throat was full of stuff. I couldn't keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Anyways, Jason Gedrick uh, gets his dad Jason out Kedrick. of the country. The end. Roll credits. World go- superstar Jason Gedrick. <laughs> he gets to go to. They uh, invite him to the Air Force Academy. Uh, Chappie got shot down, but he was actually alive. This is when. The end. <laughs> Stop the end. I mean, it is. Are you quitting? So uh, this no, is I'm when they kidding. finally show. They show some missiles drop. Oh yeah, no. And he, before this, we have not seen that one time. Yeah, well, when he's when he's raiding the whatever quote Arab country he's yeah. shooting at, there'll be there, the there were several towers. He would shoot with specifically the machine guns. He would shoot it, bang, 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 and then it would explode as if it were full of several thousand gallons of gasoline. Per like bullet, every bullet had a gallon Cut. of gasoline. Oh, oh, <laughs> yes. oh, yes. And not only that, they would only Enormous shoot enormous explosions. They would not shoot the planes firing guns. It would be the side of the plane with the yes. gun turret with it going boom, boom, boom. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like the same static be, shot. You not the same static shot of the of the you know gun turret. That's you any know, any action shot the, with the planes yeah. that didn't involve them only flying. Was a very close close up of whatever dumb shit was happening. Yes. If a missile was dropping, and that only happened at the end of the movie, right? That's where the missile would shot. actually drop, or the guns firing, but you never saw any bullets flying. You never saw so many different things. That being said, this movie was entertaining as fuck, embarrassingly to me. I thought it was going to be just a shit show, and it kind of was, but it also, I was like, you know why I loved this when I was a kid? Because it was a fucking jet movie made for kids. Exactly. It really was. Before Top Gun. And that's what just changes everything about this, because it seems like- You such- think it's a ripoff. It seems and like then, a propaganda like, ripoff, rip 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 where they're like, okay, let's, here's the top five things from Top Gun. Let's just do this, and the kids will love it. But it was the other way around, which is nuts. <laughs> yes. Nuts. Yes. And there's all kinds of gunfighting. He's hitting every target. Louis Gossett Jr. gets shot down. Chappie does. Yeah, we're, and we assume we've that he's covered dead. everything. You know, no, 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 we haven't covered that because he made a tape. He made yeah, a tape like, of him talking. If I get shot down, put it in this tape. He's like, okay. And he puts it in. He's like, oh, hey. If you're listening to this tape, that means a lot of things went wrong. Yeah, and then he instructs him throughout the rest of the movie yeah. with perfect timing. Yes. And he picks Impeccable up his dad. Timing. He picks up his dad and he's like, Dad. Hey. Hey, hey Dad. Hey, big teacher. Oh, I got figured out Snake again. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> uh, my friend. No, but he's like, my Chappie made this tape for you. Yeah. Yeah. And he plays the tape for his dad after he picks his dad up. And also the Hades bomb. 
Oh, yes. The Hades bomb. It was referred to that. a couple times before. He dropped the Hades bomb basically makes a... a, a it's napalm. Yeah, like a 20-foot wide wall of fire. and They can't see over. him, and he can't see them if he's on the ground. And if you drive through it, your car will flip over and explode. <laughs> yes, for some because reason. Because that happens yes. to several vehicles. Yes. Several vehicles. Like yes. five or six, eight, nine, ten, a dozen. Yep. Even a even a, a, a no no a motorcycle with a sidecar motorcycle with a sidecar but then they send like this big ass uh, dump truck thing yeah like a, like a heavily armed where he's like he's like dad have you ever fired dad, one more time dad have you ever fired a missile on the ground before his dad's like no no change your own. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, Chicharron. No, Chicharron. Get me out of here. Yes. And he fires a missile while the plane is still landed, and it seems to be a big deal. And they hit this huge fucking truck, and they take off. And now the main bad guy, they take off. They're back in the air. And now Poirot says, hey, what's the most heavily armed plane in the fleet? I want to fly it. And he, they dispatch of him easily <laughs> after like five minutes of being like, oh, chasing him around. He's like, are you okay with the loop? He's like, are you okay with the loop? And they do a loop. Are you okay with the loop, Chicharron? <laughs> and they flip around and they get behind him and they shoot him down. But now there's a bunch more MIGs. And he's like, you're going to have to take MIGs. care of him. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, we don't have enough fuel. He's like, you're going to have to outrun them. And then they think there's a bunch more MiGs. Yes. There's like five more. Well, guess what? The motherfucking Americans have come along to save their asses because somehow their treason has been patriotic. <laughs> Whatever. I, don't, I don't know if you call yeah. it treason, but it's uh, a whole Whatever lot of... Uh, political thing has transpired behind yeah. the scenes in this whole deal. It's patriotic. Even though patriotic as fuck, a bunch of children have somehow managed to steal an F sixteen with a fifty year old black man, <laughs> and and this is okay with them now because they saved the guy the government refused to save. <laughs> so that works, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, and then you think they're going to get punished in the end. He's like, you know, both of us are going to jail. Because they bring him off the plane in the end, and they're like, we can't talk about this, can't say anything. Dad comes off, and they're like, oh, yeah, the government rescued Dad. And then Kid comes off, and they're like, oh, he went over there on a plane to meet his dad. Right. They don't say that he did anything. Mm -hmm. And then Louis Gossett Jr. comes off, Chappie, and they're like, oh, yeah, there's rumors that he helped, but... Probably not, because he's a black guy in a movie in the eighties. So <laughs> he he didn't he couldn't he have done that black much. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah, no. yeah, he's not we'll the just f- marginalize him as we <laughs> yeah. always have. Oh, the Don't marginalization of black people in this movie is really weird. It is. It's a really odd. I yeah. mean, like s- fucking Slappy's Italian restaurant, and the black dude talking about how great reagan is early on it's fucking strange and i remember that all that shit making sense in the 80s oh yeah sure. it, it makes sense i mean watching it in the eye of the 80s it did make sense yeah but why it see some of this movie as much as i enjoyed it seemed very much like an 80s american government propaganda film a hundred percent 
It's just weird to me Weirdly. That, that it beat Top Gun to the punch. It's also weird to me that I loved this movie as a kid, haven't seen it since, and I still liked it. I will. I, and look, will I say it was well done? No. Will I say it was poorly done? No. No. But I will say it was done. It was done. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. Like, watching it again, I thought, when Alex wanted to watch this, after we couldn't find Who Frames Roger Rabbit, yeah. I was like, Alex, I really you're, don't. You were making terrible suggestions. You suggested Terminator 2. Yes. That's one of the best movies of all time. I know. It was one of the highest growth. It was What's the highest the point growth of, trying to of 1991. It was the highest win. That's my point is that people listen more to podcasts that were big, uh, to movies that were big. My whole didn't I not say that to you? I was like if we if we do big movies, we get more listeners. Instead, we're going to do fucking Iron Eagle and eight people are going to listen to this and go like, "Man, you know who I love? Jason Edrick the 3rd." <laughs> Jason Gedrick. Yes. Don't blaspheme. <laughs> but no, but yeah. we thought that um, uh, uh, a couple Akuna podcasts Matata. ago, but no, a couple podcasts ago, we did Strange Brew, which I thought was a very deep cut, and it was. It was. But it's been a very popular podcast of ours. Has it? Yep. I don't know the numbers. Yeah, it's been up there with the rest. Fuck of them. yes. So that was a good podcast. This one, <laughs> it was. The best podcast we've ever done, probably. <laughs> yes. Everyone is the best. God damn it. We have a flow. We're learning. We didn't get to do a lot of impressions in this. I did a lot of dumb old ones. We sang. Yeah. Uh, the movie's over, by the way, and they're all awarded. And uh, Jason... Movie. Gedrick. Jason uh, Gedrick. Sorry, I was going to say Robards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jason Gedrick. turn of... Douglas McFerrin the fourth singer of Don't Worry Be Happy gets awarded uh McFerrin? That's what I meant. Bobby McFerrin. I said Douglas. He gets to go to Air Force School in Colorado Springs. School, the Air Force Academy. That's yeah. what I meant. AF the AFA. The C S A F A. Colorado Springs Air Force Academy. Correct. Because he uh Turned on the government and did it. I mean, the whole story is preposterous. It is completely ridiculous. That like the government wouldn't track to like all of a sudden how and they get to do that training. They they were basically is okay. If this really happened, if those two just like drove across the planet into stolen F sixteens, the American government would just assume that like these people are defecting to the Soviet Union and shoot them down. Yes. Not only that, how would they? They're like they would have never got thought, when they were going to do the training flight. He says, a guy comes up to them and goes, "We have to take you guys in." And they were like, "Oh shit!" And Chappie Lewis Gossett Jr. was making signs. He was like, "Oh, we're gonna have to run away from this shit." And then he's like, "Oh no, the planes are ready for you." Blah blah blah. And and uh, Chappie's like. Oh, I thought you said something about having to take us in. He's like, no, no, the computer said some stuff, and, like, we couldn't do it. (laughs) And uh, you guys better get up in the air as fast as you can because the computer said some weird shit today. It's like, what? That's all. computer. Do you like that album? (laughs) No. I don't even, I don't, what's on it? Late Radiohead. Here's my impression of Late Radiohead. 
<laughs> I did do a good impression That's this time. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty thanks. good. Here's my impression of uh, Neil Young. Ah, <laughs> oh man, look at my life. Oh man, I must. But then I used to think he was like putting on that voice, and then you hear him talk, and you're like, no, he's not. We're a corporation. <laughs> yes. Oh man, take a look at my life. I'm a lot like you. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Millennials will go crazy for that one. Uh-huh. I need someone to love me the whole day through. <laughs> right? LA people. We Here's g- your voiceover artist of the year, Tom McGrain. Oh, Alex Carter. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Hey. Wait. Hey. I just watched a documentary about Robin Williams. <laughs> there was a clip from it. That was his part in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, 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 Jeff Goldblum vortex. Yeah, the vortex. Uh, uh, we can't fall into that. Uh, 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 mm. Man, we are so self-serving on our podcast. Uh, people like it. They do. They fucking love it. Iron Eagle was fun as shit. Iron A 5.2 on IMDb is bullshit because Iron we've watched yeah. much worse movies that all had better ratings, yes. and this was very entertaining. I, I, I recommend it. I had to buy this. I now own this movie digitally from uh, uh, Amazon Video. I I couldn't rent it, so I I bought it. Holy fuck! And it was worth it. I, it was worth it. Worth it with an F. Two oh, Fs. Man. Worth it. W I R F F. Save the Earth. Planet Earth. Welcome to Earth. Um. Yeah. Uh. Did you see Ant Man and the Wasp? I did. What'd you think? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was going to be a lot better, I guess. For some reason, I was led to believe that it was going to be way better than the first. And I loved the first. I loved the so first I one. High Same here. And I was disappointed. I didn't think it was bad. But yeah. I was just like, what? This doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Quantum Realm. Watch uh, our friend Dan Umpton's yes. Doomcast. Doomcast. He has a great review of it that really captures our feelings on the whole thing. Yes, it's well done. Watch all of them yeah. also. The drunk toys, watch the one with us. Some of them are like just a couple of drunk guys opening toys. Yep. But the Doomcast in general is goddamn fantastic. It's one of our favorite things. <laughs> it is. And we've been guests on Drunk Toys. Yeah. Um, and so we have our enormous reach now. Well, mm-hmm. Now Dan is about to be inundated with Dozens and dozens of new listeners, hundreds new what new viewers of yes it is a very man for it is a, fantastic though I love for it. a show produced by one guy doing it all by himself it is the most well produced web uh, series like I've ever books, seen specific if you're a comic book person for sure you will go nuts for it but if uh, you're also if you're not a pop culture just fan of like a lot of things that are comic book related. 
He's the thing. he's the Bill Nye, the science guy of comic book. What stuff. I, how I put it is he is the Alton Brown of comic books. Yes, that's even better, and that's actually a very similar comparison. It I is, feel because like. Dan is nerdy, but in a good, likable yes. way that you appreciate. Not his as childish as Bill and Nye, funny. and actually Alton Brown is a yeah. better comparison. But he takes it seriously, and you learn. And a they're lot. like four minutes long. Just and fucking watch them. Yeah, they're really good, Dan. You're welcome. Did you hear that, Dan? Jesus, <laughs> <Yes>. goddamn! You <laughs> yeah. can, you can, you can cut that audio, Dan. You can take that and uh, use that as an advertisement. Toll, hey, I'm Alex Carter. Wait, are we quitting now? No, no. You, oh. no I'm Alex Carter, and I'm Toll McGrain. Let's ruin our childhood, and we enthusiastically love the motherfucking Doomcast. There you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, fuckface. <laughs> the Doomcast. The Doomcast. The Doomcast. Doomcast. Yes. Now remix that into a rap song. See. Look, we just gave Dan all sorts of content, so we're We good. did. He's our good friend. And this podcast is over, and who gives a fuck? Yep. Jimmy Crack Corn. And, and Alex I don't fucking care. Don't. I do care. What no. else? What other movies have you seen recently? What did you watch last Oh, week? man, I watched Rampage and The Disaster Artist this weekend. Oh, okay. And I loved them both. The Disaster Artist is a genuinely fantastic movie. And James Franco would have won an Oscar if he hadn't uh, sent some weird messages to 16-year-old girls. Oh, well, that'll do it. Rampage is dumb. Kind of like He's Iron on Eagle. It's a big monkey movie, though. Man, my friend, a CGI monkey movie. I love it. Not to say, I hope that doesn't diminish the Planet of the Apes movies. Because those are quality films to a degree where you're like... It's- I don't want to watch like the third one. <laughs> I loved much. it. The third one, I was like, "This movie is goddamn fantastic," yeah. but I don't want to watch it again because it's fucking depressing. It's like a real war movie, except there's fucking monkeys in it. And it makes it worse. God, it does. It makes it harder to watch. It does. Oh, really they're Dr. so Zayas good. Is gonna die just like that. Okay, cool. Well, Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas. Dr. Zayas. I Dr. love Zayas. you, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> uh, all of our all of our impressions are Simpsons related. I'm not even yeah. Dr. Zayas. Yes, uh, Rampage was fucking fantastic. I will probably check that out. You, and motherfucking We talked about that one months ago. You were oh, very I wanted, hyped up on and it. And it lived up to the hype to a degree. I felt real sad I didn't see it in the theater. Did you so the next you you like big uh, ape movies, but did yep. you did you see the new trailer Godzilla trailer? For Godzilla. Yes, I've not seen it. The first I didn't think I didn't see the the newest one with you didn't Brian see it at Cranston. all. Uh-uh, I just haven't. Um, the Brian Cranston part was impressive, but Godzilla wasn't in it much, and the guy that plays the main character. I forget his name. He plays Quicksilver in the MCU version of oh, Avengers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is real wooden. Huh. And actually, Kristen Olsen, right? Is that her name? The chick that plays Scarlet Witch is the main girl. And she's a little stiff herself. Huh. And they're not reacting enough to a whole island being destroyed at a certain points in the movie where right. I'm like, you have to, I feel like you're not emoting enough for this to be a real thing. But I, then again, how would you react? If all of Des Moines was destroyed and I had to go outside, I would be like, oh, shit, everyone I know is dead. 
What a what, a, what am I really gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh better shit. Oh shit. Through. Everyone I know is alive. I better go get a drink. <laughs> yeah. Everything's going fine. I better have a drink. Yeah. Uh, how about you? You watch anything this weekend? Um. What's it? I, I watched Return of the Jedi yesterday. Oh. Oh, you've never seen that before. You gotta hold I've that mic closer, dog. I've seen that maybe once. No. <laughs> a bazillion, a bazillion times. And I and I always get upset when I see that it's the um, um, special edition version. Oh, that's so fucking. Even, I'm I'm old enough that I saw it enough in the original version. Yes, that's still I had ridiculous. the I had the trilogy in a VHS box set. Yeah, pre added CGI. Yeah, it was the and like to the, watch the remat the THX version. Yes. Remember that the yes. THX? Oh yes. The, the black, black boxes. Box. Yes. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Oh shit. Oh buddy, I that was That was the jam in the late 90s. I had a rank, I had a Rancor shit. poster in my room. <laughs> oh, that's hate. that's straight Jedi, bud. <laughs> yeah, I had the fucking Rancor in my room nice. on a big ass poster. And when they redid those and added all that CGI, yeah. man, it was fucking lame. Yeah. I watched that. What else did I watch? Movie wise, Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp, and the Wasp. Still enjoyable, but not great. The end. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, we have we have a podcast. We did not, you know, we didn't. Our dive into Iron Eagle wasn't as deep as maybe some of our dives have been. It was too good. I mean, it was too good. It was surprising. It was. I wouldn't say too good, but I would say what What are we going to tell you about Iron Eagle (laughs) if you don't? I mean, how, how, how much do you want my ass to tell you my notes on Iron Eagle? You know, and Alex is over here being like, "Take it easy, McGrain. You've done enough. You've done enough, Chicharron." <laughs> you know, I don't know. It no, was surprisingly it was fun. Surprisingly good. It I, I surprisingly. Expected, I expected to say goodbye to this movie. I completely. When I actually purchased it today, and now I'm saying hello all over again. I more than I was like <laughs> this movie. Even dude, the. The DVD title menu, I will take another. Like I will a take Sega's- a better picture of that. <laughs> it is the most. It shows all it does is a jet takes off. It goes kew, and it makes that sound. It was like and a that's Sega it. Sega Master System yes. game menu. Uh, it was like Bulls versus Lakers, <laughs> the fucking Iron Eagle edition, where it was. And the the, was funny. the graphics are hilariously bad. But it was an early DVD, There's no love for obviously. this movie. I couldn't... This movie is not on Netflix. Why is that? Because they made three more. They made three more? I know, but you can get those, too. They, this, most, this movie must have been cheap as fuck, and it must have made enough money where they were like, I guess. Yeah, it was one... I think We it, can just I use a bunch of stock like, footage. I think it cost four and like made 20 or something like that. Cost four? That I, seems impossible. I mean, uh, I With all the have, jets. I may have just Even without up. the... Missiles being launched. I may have just made that up. Let's see if I can find out the actual truth. Sing us out, Toll. Oh, hey. <laughs> Looking up the box office and not, the Not cost. the rundown. 
No, <laughs> it's not the rundown. I fucking love the rundown. <laughs> Sean. Right, this movie. They must all have liked each other, Sean William Scott <laughs> and The Rock, because that movie was fucking fantastic. All right. Is. All right. Is. I watch it often. I know. You and your monkey friends. That's what the bad guy says. <laughs> not my peen, too. Right? Sure. I'm just going to drop random lines. All right. Ooh, thunder. This is thunder. This is lightning. Okay. Uh, it's fine. You've seen that fine. movie so many times. All I right. Have. So, th- so this movie cost, I said four, it actually cost six. Okay. And it made Jesus Christ. 24. So, of Whoa. course, this is a this is like a like the Purge movies. Yes. It it's 10, cheap. You make 50. Who gives a fuck? No make one another cares. One. No yeah. one really, it's not critically acclaimed at all, but it makes. But how many kids are around our age? Loved this on VHS. This movie recorded off TV. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. Yeah. Because that's what I'm. I guarantee you, the version of this that I watched as a kid had commercials every twelve minutes. Of course. Yeah. Four like five minutes of commercials every twelve minutes on USA. This is a two-hour-long movie as it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. It wasn't even widescreen. It was oh, really? edited to fit the uh, old TV. I had to buy TV. it in HD, and it was beautiful. God damn it. I need to get the fucking internet and stop being a <laughs> goddamn troll. <laughs> no more paying the troll toll. <laughs> no, to get into that TV hole. <laughs> you got to pay the toll troll to get into that TV hole. What? The toll troll? All right, this podcast. Troll toll. It is. We're done. All right, we'll see you next time, guys. All right, this- wait. What's your name? I'm Alex Carter. I'm Tom McGrain. This, this has been Lesser in Our Childhood. Bye. Bye. Oh, here comes the best song you ever heard.